Ladies and gentlemen, fuck moving. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, but it's, a, it's an obvious thing. You, you need to move to fuck, so it sort of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it does. It does. Um Take it, take that how you you would like to take it. Uh, that's open to interpretation. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be one of them episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Finished. Finished. Dark. Fire. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it. If you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Whoa, we're going to have company! Loud noises! Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I'm sitting next to a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I could say I'm a Michael Lister, but you know, I could be one of them. I could it's be boring. Yeah, you know, who needs to be boring when you're when you're sitting next to f- five keyboards? Yeah, <laughs> five keyboards. That's a lot. Yeah, and some of them don't work. Oh, fun! Yeah. Fun. Ah, oh, but yes, you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, you are. Yes. Experience in between the ear holes. In between the ear holes. Thank you for joining us yes. once again. Or if it's your first time, hello and welcome. Hello. <laughs> we don't promise much, but we do promise a lot. Yes. Yes. So we we like to cancel each other out. That's that's how we roll on this, this show. Because that's the sort of uh, content that we love. Cancel culture. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. So, Kendall, what are we cancelling yes. this week? Well, we're not cancelling... <laughs> <laughs> we're not cancelling Disney+, Plus. that's for sure. Um, no, Michael, yes. I, I would like to now take this time to ask you how your week has been. Oh, my week has been a uh, bit of an up and a down Um Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, a couple of things have ha- happened that is, well, today, really. Um, we sort of had the big um, crescendo, if that's the word. Uh, during the week, um, unfortunately, we found out that uh, that our dog, Stan, has a bit of the cancer. So, yeah, it's really sad. That's a bit of a sad thing. But, uh, yeah. yeah. And then... And unfortunately, he's he's a bit of an old dog, so uh, we're just gonna wait out his life and make him comfortable as we can, and that's yeah, that's all that basically what we, we can, can do. do. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, there's a there's been a couple of things that are that I've um, watched. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, something that we that we're going to discuss later on in the program. Uh, which is uh, yeah. is what we like and do. Um, if you don't know, we've been we've been doing Wonder Vision. Uh, spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched uh, uh, Coming to America. Yes, I I also partook in in Coming to America. Yes. Yes, I watched it yesterday. 
Nice. I had a bit of fun. Okay, good. Yeah. Sums it all up. You know, not as good as the original, but yeah. what isn't? Um, or what <laughs> is, basically. Uh, but it was a bit of fun. I had a cu- couple of chuckles. Uh, uh, a faithful... <laughs> could I say faithful, like... Um, Sequel to to an R-rated comedy and turned it into a P- PG family film. Yeah, mm. a bit weird, but you know, weird. I I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't care what the internet says. You know, it was a labor of love for for Eddie Murphy, and I just I just enjoy like people just having fun, and especially uh, especially the, these guys just coming back and do, doing their thing. And Wesley Snipes is fucking hilarious. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, watch that, and I also did my, um, uh, my, what would you call it, um, my routine binge of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That, nice. That got released on, uh, Netflix, so I watched mm-hmm. all 13 seasons, uh, 13 episodes in a row, <laughs> and, yep. uh, it, it didn't touch the sides, I, I can't, I cannot pinpoint a single episode it just all blended all into one amazing <laughs> and uh and uh you know <laughs> uh the funny bit the funny thing was uh the first episode and i saw saw um uh i i i could tell you, i could tell amy was pregnant <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like yeah. are we doing a pregnancy uh, season and they are and um spoiler alert and they had the baby at the end which is nice they did. Yeah. So so yeah, a lot of uh, holding boxes in front of you, and it's it, it was nice they actually did that joke as well. <laughs> Try, yeah. Trying to hide, hide the hide the pregnancy. Uh, a callback to what one division as well, which is which is funny. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not that big of a fan. Like I'm not a diehard. It's like gotta get into it, but I do enjoy like watching it. It's a bit of fun. It's like background noise. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Terry Crews is funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it when he does his pectoral dances. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a bit of fun. And not to do uh, not to do a complete uh, 160, 380. Um, 180. Yeah, a complete turnaround. Uh, a U-turn <laughs> for, you hey. Mel- for you Melbourne people out there. A hook turn. You enjoy your hook turns. I've never done one in my life and I don't plan to. Hook turns are only for the people who fucked up. (laughs) And they went the wrong way. They didn't plan ahead and they fucked up. Yep. So that was a good bit of levity. Uh, And, uh, yeah, unfortunately my grandfather passed away last night. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. It 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 was sad. Aww. So I'm sort of dealing with that as well. Um, unfortunately, um, I don't really have much a, a relationship with my father's side, so it, right. it it's a bit bittersweet. And uh, yeah, Poppy was always loving and caring and and all that. And uh, yeah, so I'm sort of dealing with grief. Funnily enough. <laughs> oh, Michael, I'm so sorry. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. It sucks. Um, yeah, and uh, just today I've just. Did a huge pratfall into, a, uh, dare I say, a bit of a little bit, bit of a depression. Not really a spike, but the opposite. Uh, yeah, uh, my body just went. 
you need to process this. And it's like, okay, I'll just lie down for a bit. And I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah, so... Yeah, that was a bit of a bummer, but you know, that's yeah. why that's why I do this do this show just just for a bit of a distraction for for a bit. Yeah, good, yeah. good, yeah. good. Okay, yeah. well, as long as as long as being part of the show this week is helping, yeah, um, making cheering you up, then that's good. Yeah, funny enough, um, <laughs> I, I was just sit, sitting at dinner and it's like, can I just say that I need, I need a bit of a, a me day? And I was like, nah, keep on. Keep on going. It's like, yeah. I'm not that big fan. I'm not a big fan of Winston Churchill, but keep buggering on is pretty much a, a, a good, <laughs> good thing. Even though it's not, <laughs> it's not really good for your mental state, but you know, be with friends well, and that. Okay. And I consider well, everyone who listens is my friend, even though you don't. You, yeah. I don't know you. Contact me. <laughs> tell, tell, <laughs> spit on me and and tread on me. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just deflecting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can just, nah. Don't, don't make it too. Don't just make it weird, not dark. <laughs> okay. So okay. so Kendall, sorry for like dropping that fucking anvil. On, no, on no, no. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. And just know that I would have totally understood if we had to reschedule this. Uh, but yeah, so if you're okay to keep going, we will keep going. Keep keep on going, you know. Show keep must on go keeping on, on, you know. Yes, that Queen anthem is is good. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> Queen. <laughs> I thought that was from Moulin Rouge. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. <laughs> Funny enough, Sammy actually did say that to one of the, one of the songs. I am not surprised to hear that. Yeah, at all. Like, oh, that's from Moulin Rouge. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, reason why I love my love my wife. She, yeah, she anchors me into into reality. <laughs> so, Kendall, uh, how how was how was your week? Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if you can judge by my my ladies and gentlemen introduction. Um, I I moved house this week. And uh, yeah, it was it was not as as stress free as I had uh, planned on it being and hoped it would be because it was just all a bit of a mess and yeah, nothing no no fault of my own. I n- not to toot my own horn, but I did everything by the book and I was organised and, and and everything and just yeah, just the, other people, just yeah, other people yeah um, <laughs> affected. Uh, the move uh, for me but plus side is that it's done now all my stuff is here in my new place and I really like my new place it looks good um, thank you yeah, I can you see it in the screen the, and... you can see the lounge yeah. room and I also saw it in your video <laughs> yes yes in my <laughs> epic WandaVision finale video which did not mean to be that long my god anyway more on that later. Well, uh, um, well, you know me. I like to do it in double the speed. So. Oh, good. Yes, yes. Watch me very fast. Yeah. <laughs> so that works works for you. Yes, it does. Uh, and I'm yes. not going to mention that that uh, that uh, I had to do it a bit of a laugh because I know your circumstances that you were moving ha- moving house, but I had to laugh. It's like there's boxes everywhere, and also your first load of washing as well. So. <laughs> I know. I know. I. <laughs> I actually moved it. It was. Oh, 
it was behind, like, I know this is an audio medium and the listeners, I'm sorry, but Mike can see me. So where I'm pointing to Mike, it was there and it was in oh, frame. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to move it. And then I moved it to behind, like, over over there, there's like a little weather, um, there's like a little door, um, door wall near the, the door. And, um, yeah, I put it there thinking it was going to hide it. And then I realized halfway through recording that you could still see my washing. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I didn't really care by the end. I was like, oh, well, whatever. It'll be I'm like WandaVision. It'll human. be an Easter egg that's not going to be explained. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Basically. But, yes. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm in my new place. And, yeah, I really like it. And uh, haven't unpacked everything yet because the move was such a trial i've just gone nope you know what i'm just gonna not deal with any of that until you know later on so i will slowly unpack everything um over the next little bit but uh yeah and then i ended up uh going to the movies twice in one day last week which was cool um yeah i saw uh raya and the last dragon with the one and only fulia kanto macho hey Um, who's twitching at the moment who is twitching right now, which is why she's not here. She's actually live streaming on Foolish Fuji. So maybe I um, should give her yes. a shout. <laughs> yeah, she's That'd still be very playing. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on, that's going to be loud. Sorry. There we go. Nope, that, that's okay. <laughs> I got I'm sure she'll edit. She'll edit it out <laughs> when she edits the show tomorrow. What What should I say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is live, people. This is live. This is live. We're live. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Fulia, who's doing this to you, Fulia? Fulia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vision reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny. Um, but yes, saw Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, and yeah, we both really liked it. It was actually quite good. I remember talking about it um, when we did it for Trailer Park a few weeks ago. Um, and kind of dismissing it as another Disney animated film you know i mean most of them are very good but you know not all of them are very good so i just kind of i kind of wrote it off as not being one of the good ones so maybe that's why i ended up liking it i don't know there you go yeah but it was but it was really good it was beautifully written beautifully animated the voice acting was superb like it was yeah i i really i highly recommend people go check it out um and then i also saw chaos walking um, ah. with, yes, with lovely Christina. Hi, Christina! And... <laughs> I'm over going um, to do that, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we went and saw, yeah, Chaos Walking, uh, which is a new Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley and Maz Mikkelsen film uh, that's based on a book and it's set in like the sort of distant future, you know, a couple hundred years into the future and... Um, you know, interstellar travel is a thing and there's this kind of new new colony on this new earth, new world, and uh, all of the men there's something with the there's something with the planet that's not explained, but it's just something as soon as all any any males enter the atmosphere and of this planet, you can hear their um hear their thoughts. Uh, uh, but all the women you can't you can't hear what they're thinking. Um so it's 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 really cool. Like I, I I didn't like it as much as Ryan the Last Dragon, but uh, it was good to see like an original kind of concept brought to life on the big screen. Like it was very entertaining, and the cast is fantastic. So um, if you're if you're looking for a good uh, popcorn movie, I'd, I highly recommend 
that's at the cinemas now. Cool. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I also did, yes, check out Coming to America. Um, and I think Mike maybe was kinder to it than I yeah. am about to be. <laughs> I, I've got the internet. I've seen, I've seen the, mm. the reception. It's like, yeah, okay, fuck off. It's just a yeah. movie. Well, yeah, I know. Because, like, at the end of the day, I, I did enjoy it and I'm glad I watched it. But if I put my critics hat on, it's not a great follow-up, in my opinion. No. Um, no. Like, it's just disappointing. Like, what you said, like, one of the biggest things wrong with it is the fact that they decided to turn an R-rated comedy into a PG-13 comedy. Um, to, there's no swearing. There's no overt sexual references. There's no, like, just, I don't know. It was, it's, it's ton- tonally, it's, it's, a lot of the humor is the same, but some of it's also very different um, to the first one. And I don't know if that's because, you know, the first one was made in the late 80s and this one's made now. So that's yeah. kind of, you know, changing of the times. So, um, but it was, you know, that being said, it was really good to see, um, pretty much the entire cast come back and reprise their roles from the original film and have a bit of fun. Um, cause I'm such a fan of the first one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I even, I even rewatched it before I watched number two, um, during the week cause I wanted to have it fresh. And, uh, I, I tell you what though, the one, the one time I lost my shit in the whole thing yeah. was right at the end, right at the end when Randy Watson <laughs> <laughs> and sexual chocolate took the stage. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> okay, this movie has 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 won me back. I'm on I'm on side again." Um, that think- was that was awesome. Yeah, I'm thinking what what won me was um, <laughs> that that the uh, his bride in the first one coming back, and she's still hopping on one leg and and woofing. That was after thirty years. And I thought that was you great. got me. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was that was a really good gag. That was a really good gag. <laughs> the fact that she's still she's still hopping and and woofing like a dog, like and, was, yeah. and wearing the same costume as well, and wearing the exact same costume, but she's aged up. <laughs> like wow, yeah. No, that was that was the, that was a good gag too. Yeah, yeah. And then so all, look, and then all yeah. the cameos as well. So sort of going, it's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, lots of cool cameos in this one. Um, so I won't tell you who they are in case you're going to watch it. Uh, dear listener but um but it yeah if you're a fan of the first one you'll appreciate it and enjoy it on some level just go in with low expectations don't expect the world um and you'll you'll have a better time than i did but um but like it's yeah i'm i'm okay with having seen it like i'm not you know it's not the end of the world i've seen way worse films than that one um (laughs) i just i just i just really wanted it to be amazing so i guess that's my own fault yes Um, it's your fault you you put it on a high (laughs) pedestal and it didn't I did. Yes. I did. Badness from me. Uh, but yeah. Bad. <laughs> and then, yeah, I finished off my week with uh, a games night with some friends, which is why we had to move the recording. Um, oh. Because um, there's a few few people I hadn't seen in a long, long time. Couple, a couple people since uh, pre-COVID. So I was like, okay, I don't know when I'm going to ever get to see them. So I need to, I need to make this happen. And um, yeah, it was really, really good. That makes sense. So it's all good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if so. you're just fubbing this off just for friends, I mean, no, 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 stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I haven't no, seen them in ages. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's just, All right. Don't yell at me like that. I'm not. It's I'm fine. sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to yell. It's fucking fine. It's very, very Shut fine. up. 
Shut up, you <laughs> picking on me with my, with my washing in the background. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Wasn't doing that. It's fine. No, you're picking on it's me. It's all fine. Because yes, because I'm making fun of you because you had washing in the background. It's like yes. I hope you cleaned up for for uh, accepting company. Oh no, I I I didn't. I went out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Good idea. Yes. Good idea. <laughs> yes, yes. Otherwise, I would have made sure to have everything, you know, in tip-top shape, I suppose. But no. Tippy-top. No. Tippy-top. Tippy-top. All right. Mm. I think that's enough enough from me and Mike on our weeks that were. Yeah. Uh, which means it's now time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty. Nerdy news time. And starting off our news this week, we have to get a little sad for a second while we pay our respects to uh, an Australian icon and legend, uh, Michael Gadinsky passed away mm. during the week at the age of 68. Uh, a lot of people m- listening may not know who he was because, you know, he was one of the big forces behind the scenes of Australia's music industry, um, as well as uh, a force to be reckoned with when it comes to promoting and uh, in- international acts coming through Australia and, and, and the like. Um, basically, uh, Michael Gidinski was a co-founder of Mushroom Records, one of Australia's biggest labels, um, finding huge success in the, in the early seventies, uh, especially with Skyhooks living in the seventies album. Mm. Um, and then, uh, Mushroom Records is one of the biggest thing, biggest things they're known for is, uh, giving us Kylie Minogue's music career. Um, Neighbours gave us gave her the actress, and and uh, Michael Gidinski and Mushroom gave us Kylie the pop star, um, with her first album Kylie in 1988. Uh, so, and then um, in the late 70s, he founded uh, Frontier Touring, which is uh, Australia's biggest touring and promoting uh, company. Um, so, and it's just just massive, and the amount of people during the week that paid tribute to his sudden passing was just immense. Even the boss himself, Bruce Springsteen, uh, tweeted a statement paying his respects to to Michael Gidinski. So he is a man that will most definitely be missed yeah. by so many people, and the face of Australian music would not be what it is without him. So may he rest in peace, Michael. <sighs> All right. In other news, happier news, um, starting with some Marvel stuff, we've got some set photos being leaked into the media uh, of the set of Thor, Love and Thunder during the week. The biggest reveal uh, that I saw from all the photos was uh, the fact that Melissa McCarthy is going to be a part of the cast of uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. And um, you may ask, who is she playing? Well... Uh, basically, it does seem like we're going to be getting a sequel, if not reprise, of the uh, the lovely theatre setting that we saw in Thor Ragnarok, where uh, Loki as Odin had actors pretending to, you know, perform the uh, of, you know events of of, of Thor: The Dark World um, <clears throat> and Loki's story. 
uh, on a stage for the citizens of Asgard. And now it's happening again because we've got, not only do we have Luke Hemsworth back as fake Thor, <laughs> we have, <laughs> we have uh, Melissa McCarthy as a fake Hela. Uh, and if you're curious, see the photos, check it out. You'll have a laugh. She's in the, the Hela costume um, standing next to Luke Hemsworth, and uh, I think it's going to be hysterical. Uh, also, pretty m- pretty much confirms Matt Damon is definitely going to be rep- reprising his role as fake Loki. That has not really been confirmed, but because we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that he was in the country, um, um, uh, so there was actually a video yes. as well, well with it, and um, oh, was there? I didn't see the video. Yeah, I, I saw it, so I'm not going to spoil spoil anything anything there but yeah matt damon was actually on the stage as well as well as the the, the guy that plays odin uh, would that be sam neil yes it would be oh that's exciting <laughs> i'm so happy about it um yes very cool news uh there's also some set photos of natalie portman uh, returning as jane foster that have come out in the last couple of days um so yeah i am beyond excited for this movie i cannot wait it's going to be awesome uh all right crossing the pond to dc uh we have some snyder cut news we are only a couple of weeks away now from the unveiling of the snyder cut and uh during the week uh the titles for chapters of the snyder cut were released. So basically, if you want, because the the runtime of this thing is just over four hours, if you don't want to sit down in one four-hour block and just watch it all, you could watch it as a mini-series. This is kind of what they were talking about last year, about about how it was going to air as a mini-series, uh, like over four weeks or whatever. Um, or and then they're like, no, it's just going to air in one go as a film. But uh, if you want to if you want to watch it like a series and divide it into these chapters, these are the names of the chapters you need to look out for. Uh, chapter one is called Don't Count On It, Batman. Chapter two is The Age of Heroes. Chapter three is Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. Chapter four is Change Machine. Chapter five, All the King's Horses. And chapter six, Something Darker. So... Stop some... ding, stop ding, darker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, yeah, so some pretty interesting uh, titles. Uh, apparently they refer to certain subplots that make up the whole um, of the Snyder Cut. So, um, yeah, uh, not too long now to wait, DC fans, for, for Snyder Cut. It's going to be epic. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to try and watch it in one go. But we'll, we'll see how that happens. I'll make a whole day out of it or a whole afternoon. Just get, it, get her done. Get her done. Get her done. All right. Uh, in some cool casting news this week, um, we've got people joining the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and more Dungeons and Dragons casting, uh, starting with Indira Varma from Game of Thrones. Um, she's She's been cast in a secret role in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. They have not said either way who she is playing. Um, so that's exciting. She was really great in Game of Thrones, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, and as for Dungeons and Dragons, Hugh Grant and Sophia Lillis. Um, Sophia Lillis is most known for playing the young Beverly in uh, the It uh, films. They're both joining Dungeons and Dragons. 
um, along with Chris Pine and a bunch of other people. So that movie is shaping up with a pretty epic cast. So um, that's that's looking good. Hopefully, hopefully it's a it's a good film. But we will find out. Speaking of things that I hope are good films. Uh, during the week, we got a first look at uh, <laughs> photos from Space Jam, That's a me new clapping. legacy. Yes, I know. I, I noticed I'm that. clapping, not flapping. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. More on yes, that later. Good. Thank, <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, yes, so the first look at Space Jam, a new legacy. This is the long, long-awaited Space Jam sequel that we've been asking for for years, or a lot of people have at least. Uh, and it was announced at least two or three years ago that LeBron James was going to be basically filling the Michael Jordan role um, in this. And, uh, yeah, now we have our look at what it's kind of going to be like when we sit down to watch it. Um, and... Yeah, I think the internet's a little divided on how uh, the Toon Squad looks because uh, the uh, the animation is a bit is a bit different to uh, the '90s version. Uh, it's slightly more. It's still kind of 2D, but it's got a 3D ness to it. Um, and a lot of people are noticing uh, <laughs> certain changes in 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 Lola Bunny's appearance. Uh, which I as I said, more on that later. <laughs> more on that later. Uh, I don't really care either way. Um, she is how she is, and it's fine. She doesn't exist. Get over it. That's my money <laughs> anyway. Um, but yes, uh, I uh, yeah, a lot of people are not happy with it. Just the overall aesthetic and look, but uh, some people are, and I'm I'm fine with it. I just hope it's a good movie at the end of the day. And I hope they bring back Bill Murray in some capacity because he's like the the comedic ray of sunshine in the original Space Jam for me. Um, every time he's on scene, on, on in a scene, he steals the scene for me. Uh, but that's that's just my thoughts right there. Um, in other movie news, we've got some more COVID-related shuffling of release dates, starting with something good. Uh, finally, A Quiet Place Part Two has now been moved forward uh, from its third or second delay. I've lost count. Um, it did recently get pushed to September 17, but now it has been moved up to the 28th of May, uh, which is very exciting because I've been waiting forever to watch that. Um, the reason it's moved up uh, to May 28 is because it had to fill a void left by Fast and Furious 9, uh, oh, <laughs> sad face. Uh, but you know, if you're if you're a fan of the franchise, never fear. It's only moving a month, so um, it's moving out of the May 28th slot to uh, the 25th of June. Uh, that is when we will see Fast and Furious Nine. Gives us more when... time to watch them. Yeah. If you, if you feel so inclined, go for your life. Uh, and our last shuffling is the uh, long-belated Minions sequel, uh, The Rise of Gru, was supposed to come out this July on the 2nd. Um, was originally, of course, supposed to come out last year, but, you know, that's, that's the way things are. Uh, and it has now been moved to the 1st of July uh, next year. So it's been basically moved an entire, an entire 365 days. So... Yeah, so not not good for Minions fans, but um, I they will hopefully have something good to look forward to. Every time I see the trailer for it, it looks it looks like it's going to be fun. So, um, and who doesn't love an origin story? Me. So, 
<laughs> Just to keep a balance. Yes. Good. <laughs> good, good, good. All right. Uh, into TV news now. Um, this was really cool. Uh, so basically, the Duffer brothers, the creators of Stranger Things, uh, are teaming up with Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment to bring Stephen King's The Talisman to Netflix. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is really exciting and I'm sure Spielberg is very, very happy right now because he's had the rights to this for nearly 40 years. He's That's how long he's been trying to get this made. So ever since um, it was published. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally it says, I'm quoting from uh, Empire, uh, cheers guys, uh, Spielberg actually bought the rights in 1982, two full years before the book was published. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's keen. He's keen. Keen as a so, bean. But, keen as a bean. So the story of the talisman follows a 12-year-old boy named Jack Sawyer who sets off on an epic road trip quest in order to save his dying mother's life. He's in search of the talisman, a powerful relic that can not only heal his mother, but, as he learns, save the world. Sawyer's journey crisscrosses two realities, the America we know and its dangerous fantasy world twin, the Territories. So... so like, Stranger Things series four, <laughs> literally. Like I can totally see why the Duffer Brothers are have been have been tapped to to bring this to Netflix because it just kind of sounds like a an Elseworld Stranger Things, um, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, well, yes. Well, you know, Stranger Things is like the secret love child of uh, Amberlin Entertainment and Stephen King. So it really is. So it makes it just it all makes sense. It's it a match made sense. in heaven. A match made in heaven, if there ever was one. Uh, but I, I for one, hope it is a, a contemporary adaptation, like they've said it now, um, just to kind of so we can separate it thematically from <laughs> from Stranger Things. Oh, come on. Um, but, I mean, look, I would love to see it set in the 80s. Like, that would be great. But, yeah, I mean. Change it up. Set it in the 90s. Set in the 90s. Done. We'll meet half. We'll meet basically there halfway. It's fine. It's fine. Done. Um... Yes, no, no casting, no writing, no release dates on that yet. It's probably a, a couple of years away from uh, being uh, able to binge on Netflix. But uh, stay tuned for updates. I'm sure we, as soon as things get announced, we will announce them here. Um, this is really cool um, news that came out this week. Uh, apparently, there is a TV show on Discovery Plus, which is Discovery Channel's uh, little streaming app that they have. Um, called Expedition Unknown, uh, and in an episode coming out very soon, uh, the one and only Christopher Lloyd is going to be co-starring um, on an episode of Expedition Unknown as he and the host of the show go on a search and huge journey across the United States to find the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Um, so... Yeah, that's just going to be entertaining from start to finish, if you ask me. Uh, so cool to see Christopher Lloyd really just, you know, I don't know. Still still being such a huge part of uh, the legacy of Back to the Future, um, you know. Like, he, he doesn't have to be if he doesn't want to, but he seems like the coolest guy ever. So, um, <laughs> it props to him for, um, for, you know, just really... Yeah, being involved in this. Um, the show is also going to feature, I think, interviews with some of the cast. I think Michael J. Fox and Leah Thompson are also involved in some capacity. So that's really, really cool. Shall definitely be checking that out. And wrapping up 
our nerdy news this week is uh, a quick roundup of the um, winners of the Golden Globes for 2021. Oh yeah, um, that happened. <laughs> it did. It did. It was a <clears throat> it was a pretty cool and uh, interesting awards experience. I did really appreciate um, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler hosting from opposite sides. Of, of the United States. Uh, Amy was in Los Angeles and Tina was in New York. Their monologue was absolutely fantastic. Uh, but, you know, that goes without saying. Every monologue they do is absolutely fantastic. Uh, but I digress. The winners, um, the the biggest highlight for me uh, and, you know, also kind of a bit bittersweet highlight uh, is the fact that Chadwick Boseman won posthumously. Uh, for his performance in uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, so he's most likely going to be receiving a, a Best Actor Oscar nomination uh, when they're announced in a couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, his, his widow made a beautiful speech, um, you know, basically speaking to everything that he stood for and uh, what he would have said had he had the chance to actually give the speech. And it was, yeah, try watching that and not cry because, mm. goddamn, it was emotional. Um, but yes, very cool to see him win. Very cool also to see Andra Day surprise winner for the United States versus Billie Holiday. I definitely need to check that movie out. Her reaction was just <laughs> pure and sweet and I, I loved it so much. Uh, Nomadland not only won Best Picture Drama, it uh, also gave Chloe Zhao her first ever Golden Globe win uh, for Best Director. Um, which was just awesome. Uh, Borat won Best uh, Musical or Comedy Film, which was cool, and so did Sasha Baron Cohen. He won uh, Best Actor in a Comedy, which was awesome. Um, The Crown, of course, took home a lot of the TV awards. It won the Best Drama Series, and uh, Josh O'Connor and Emma Corrin uh, both received awards for their performances as Prince Charles and uh, Princess Diana. Um, so that was really, really awesome to see. But yes, those are those are the big highlights. Uh, there are many more to be had. So if if you want to see the list, they're online. Do a Google. Um, yeah, some really, really cool, really cool winners. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, got- I was also. Very- Sorry. I was also sorry. I was going to say I was also very happy that Shit's Creek won Best Comedy and Catherine O'Hara won the Best Actress in a Comedy. So um, yes, I love that show so much. So I need, My- need to watch that. You really do. It's so good. Yeah. Like, I can't even with how good it was. Um, but yes, that's it. That's the nerdy news for this week. Michael, uh, I would yes. love to know your thoughts. Well, starting from the top, Michael Gaginsky, you know, such a powerhouse in, in Australian uh, music industry. Yeah, all, the, all the way back when when our parents were, <laughs> yeah. were kicking back in there. And, and listening to Skyhooks. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm living in seventies. Seventies. Really. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the first the first time I I heard or even knew about knew about him was in a um, was in a uh, a twelfth man episode uh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, because because um, long story short, the uh, the commentary team. Uh, uh, get uh, there's um cross cutting measures at Channel Nine. We're talking, I think it's like early two thousands, um when they were 
going through a credit crunch and all, all that. So right, they uh, the entire commentary team was all being replaced by by um, uh, uh, by one guy, uh, Billy Birmingham, who who actually is the twelfth man. So it's very fucking meta. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, and so so they try try to get try to get uh, the um. Uh, the Australian public on their side is like, hey, give us our our, li- uh, our livelihoods back. So they say, uh, so they um, uh, so they talk to Andrew G. Um, so, yep. So all the way back when when uh, Osher was still Andrew G. Andrew, yeah. Yeah, and it, and it was real, and it was uh, Andrew G. playing himself, which is cool. <laughs> so so he says, uh, what you need is a hit number one. And so so um, he he gives him gives him the call of uh, Uncle uh, Uncle uh, <laughs> oh, shit I'm actually doing <laughs> I'm actually doing the joke I, I'm 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 not purposely doing the joke that's in that because Richie has a trouble trouble with his last name so, oh really uh, it's Michael Gedinsky is it Gedinsky <laughs> so so <laughs> officially I don't I. I if I have trouble pronouncing his last name, it's because of the twelfth man, and I'm sorry. <laughs> so, and so, so um, they had a meeting. They, they've got a meeting with him, and he only sounds like this. Uh, it's like, oh, Michael, you you sick? No, haven't been to bed yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he's always on the call. It's like, hello, yeah, Carly, how you doing, doll? <laughs> <laughs> and and, it, and it's simply that. So. Yeah, that's great. That, that's so huge, huge bucket of win, Michael. Yes, you, you'll be absolutely. you'll be missed. It's like the go-to guy for um, uh, international artists to go through him. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So you can always thank him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa McCarthy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> th- yeah, it's a bit of fun, and yeah. I I always enjoy a bit of fun. Um. Hmm. I don't know. There's not really much much to say. It's like, yeah, we 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 know the joke first, unfortunately. So I don't know. Keep... Yeah, but I feel I feel like it'll still be very amusing. Yeah, here we go. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a bit like um, it's a bit like Evan Peters. Like it, it was leaked that Evan Peters was going to be in it, but we didn't know what role. And so, and it was still a surprise when he when he turned up. He's like, "Hey, what? What?" Yeah. More on that later. Um, yes. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. Can't wait for that. Can't wait to see see that. I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. Me too. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be six episodes of Hewan McGregor. Uh, Ian. Ian. Hewan. Ewan. 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 The other one's the cage fighter, isn't it? Um, yeah, just. Just him sitting on a sand dune, just doing jack shit. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Playing tiddlywinks. <laughs> or bullseyeing womp rats. Rats. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be that'll be awesome. So so don't know where that's gonna go, and that's the and that's the beauty of it because you don't know. We know the start. Mm. We don't know the middle, but we know the end. Mm. Who knows? It'll, if they if they do like uh, just one season, that would be cool. And the the end episode, he he's all 
decked out as as old Obi. Yeah. <laughs> he just spots the speedo. It's like, where are they going? And then, <laughs> and then he's going, oh, they're in trouble. <laughs> or whatever the sound that they fucking mixed in. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be the, the it's supposed to be a sand dragon. Yeah, yeah. And then in the new newer versions of it, it just sounded fucking stupid. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Bit of trivia there. Yeah. Uh, nice. Dungeons and Dragons, bring back Jeremy Irons. Uh, <laughs> I need to sit down and actually watch them. I think there's two of them, like previous, previous yeah movies. So I think there is. Yeah. Give or take the success, but doesn't matter. We all know what Dungeons and Dragons is. Um, mm. Okay, Space Jam, New Legacy. I had my misgivings because, <laughs> because yeah as a kid I enjoyed it but as an adult I could actually see what what it is and also the sort of troubles it had at um behind the scenes it was the first movie that um that didn't have Mel Blanc uh mm. so so the previ- previous ones was uh, uh was um uh, Roger, uh who framed Roger Rabbit and mm. and he and of course he did uh, uh Bugs and Daffy um but with this one, it was a new new one, and and the even Chuck Jones said um, this is sort of against what Looney Tunes is. Like Bugs would have actually handled the situation because he always does, and that's the formula, mm. and, and it's sort of against the formula. So all the purists are going, yeah, it didn't really. On the whole, it didn't really work, but you know, nostalgia and rose tinted glasses happened and. Uh, and you, and you can see what it is. And I actually recently watched it with uh, Zelda, and she didn't. Oh yeah. Yeah, she sat down and watched it, and I was just watching. Wow, the it, it doesn't really hold up, <laughs> like the sort, like the sort of uh, graphics and that. And Ma- Michael Jordan, you know, not the best actor. I mean, he is there for his star power, but you know, and ho- and that's why I'm more interested in this one because um, LeBron James actually has a bit of chops on him. Like with yeah, like yeah. um, say what you will about Trainwreck. I, I think he's one of the best oh. things ever come out of that. And it's like wow, you can do yeah. comedy. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he was great in it. Yeah, and um, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm still waiting for a trailer, and I think I'll do a reaction trailer with with this. Um, yeah, when, nice. when it comes out, and seeing seeing bugs as like the 3D. So sort of thing, I didn't mind it. Um, it, it. He was furry, and you know, he he looks like Bugs, and this sort of goes on to uh, what what happened with Sonic. You can't have a realistic Bugs Bunny, because he's he his IP is himself, and and everyone knows what Bugs Bunny looks like, and you can't really yeah you can't really mess that up too much. No, uh, and um. Um, and I also had a look at the cast list, and it looks like uh, uh, there's only a couple of people doing the voices, which yeah, okay, that, uh, I don't mind that. And um, and having having a read of uh, the potential synopsis of this, I'm actually really interested in this now because it. Have you? Do you actually know, or do? You, 
No, no, I haven't. I didn't realize there was a synopsis already. Yeah, there was a. There, I think it was a little thing that actually came out I, because when the um, uh, photos came out, they actually came out in entertainment. So there was like a little blurb of what's what. What are we? Right. What are we going to expect? And I'm actually really interested. And I don't know if you want me to spoil it or not. No, say it. go for go for it. And if anyone doesn't want to know, they can skip ahead. Skip, skip a couple of minutes. Um, well. If you if you know the first uh, uh, f- f- first episode the first the first movie um, yeah Michael gets pulled pulled down into the crater of the earth and that's where uh, Looney Tune Land is with this one mm-hmm. it's it's completely different so I'm thinking this is not going to be a quote unquote sequel to to the previous movie I think it's going to be its own thing a bit like Jumanji. Where okay, where um, uh, LeBron James and his son get uh, <laughs> they get sucked into a game. Uh, I think they get sucked into something like a streaming service. I think it's like the Warner Brothers streaming service, like 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 that. Oh. Yeah, and um, uh, John Cheadle is in this. Ah, oh, cool. He plays the bad guy. Uh, yeah. So, and I'm going off by memory here. I think I think he what. Wants to, I think it's sort of the same as the first one. He he, want, he wanted uh, LeBron James to be like uh, a Warner Brothers thing. So so um, if if you <laughs> if you do the basketball game, then it, and if you win, I get to keep your <laughs> keep your uh, copyright and other things. And there's also talk that. Um, because they're in this virtual world, it's it's going to be a bit like uh, Ready Player One, where mm. where um, the Looney Tunes actually bump into other uh, Warner Brothers stuff, and there there is talk that they're going to do like an It parody. Where... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so so um, like get onto <laughs> it. They, they they do like uh, It. I think they do. I think they also do Batman as well, but I'm not sure. Like they sort sort of stumble onto these different like worlds or these different planes of of stuff. So, so I'm actually a bit more interested in that because uh, the previous the previous movie um, back in action, I really enjoyed that where they actually dived into these sort of paintings and they sort of had to go into the paintings. If you've seen that seen that movie, which I actually quite like that one. More than, uh, more than uh, Sp- Space Jam One, because it's okay. it's sort of more I, I don't know sort of more faithful to the actual characters, and, and that and if they if they're going to mesh the sort of two together, I I wouldn't mind that, and I'm sort of I'm sort of more excited on actually watching that because you know it's, it's a bit of fun and and uh, I think they're actually doing both. Uh, like 2D and 3D because on the front cover of the Entertainment Weekly thing, they actually got um, uh, the characters in their 2D persona as well as the jerseys and all that. So I'm thinking when they're on their when they're in their Looney Tunes world, they're actually 2D, and when they jump out, they're sort sort of two they're, they're sort of 3D, which right, which I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sort of half and half. So yeah. Okay, Lola Bunny. Okay. 
the the comparison picture that went around the internet where they compared Lullaby from the first one and and Lullaby, Lullabunny like now and they complained that oh they chopped their boobs off. Uh the other picture uh is not a still from uh, Space Jam. It actually is confirmed to be um a fan art rendition of ha. So she's a bit more voluptuous, a bit more curvy <laughs> in that fan rendition. And I actually watched and when I was watching the movie, she she isn't really like that. Sure, she she's like Jessica Rabbit and it's like, "Ah, oh, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn this way sort sort of thing." And yeah, if I think it's inedible that they were going to have to handle Lola a bit differently now because you know yeah because if you watch you watch it it's like oh okay <laughs> why am I attractive to a a a cartoon and b a rabbit I think I think if you're complaining that uh, you don't find uh, Lola hot <laughs> anymore I think it says more about you than yeah. the, the actual creators. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, if you've seen the uh, the Looney Tunes show that came out like not too long ago, like five years ago or something, they actually made um, changes to Lola that I I sort of like, and she made they made her more more of a Looney Tune character caricature. She was sort of like the um, uh, sort of embraceive uh, girlfriend, like <laughs> she's she's very keen to please, but she always stuff things up and that sort of thing. Right. And they got uh, Kirsten Wig to actually voice her. Oh, which is, that's cool. Which is also a bonus as well. So you can sort of imagine the sort of <laughs> character that she, she does for Lola. And, yeah, they couldn't really change that much uh, character-wise because they need to somehow, uh, understandably, match it from the fir- first movie to the second one. And it's actually voiced by the same person who actually vo- voiced the original Lola Bunny. Uh, which is good because you always, if no matter what you do, if you try and get the original cast, it's always good, uh, unless it's an actual, um, uh, unless it's He-Man and they've sort of bumped up the sort of uh, status that, yeah, we we know, the, like, um, I, I'm sure a lot of people wish the original Skeletor was the same Skeletor, but when you got Mark Hamill, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, that's sort of... It's... Don't complain. Mm, well, I'm not really complaining. It's like, well, there's this version and there's this version. Yeah. So that was sort of my little spill for Space Jam uh, Legacy. Great. Thank you. And I'm... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm more excited about it now when I did did a deep dive into it because, you know, I, I love myself some Looney Tunes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I could do a voice now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love doing Taz. Oh yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's voiced by Jim Cummings, who also does Winnie the Pooh. Mm. <laughs> Lemony fresh. Lemony fresh. Lemony fresh. It's great. He never loins. Um, what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> I should have took the lot. Wrong turn of Albuquerque. Ah, uh, yeah. I love him. <laughs> I could go on, but I won't. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Yeah, what else? Duffer Brothers doing... Yeah, I sort of said my piece. It's sort of <laughs> sort of a match made in heaven. Uh, them doing Amberlynn stuff, you know, it's sort of when they're hot, when Stranger Things are sort of the same premise as as ET and all, all those and all, and Goonies as well, so mm. yeah, it's sort of a uh, sort of uh, yeah non-conclusional. Uh, or a, is that really a sentence? I don't know. Shut up, Michael. You're tired. <laughs> Go to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, this Chris, uh, this uh, Discovery thing with um, uh, the Back to the Future stuff. Uh, I'm probably guessing it was probably four last year because um, it would have been the 40th anniversary. No, stupid. Thre- uh, thir- thir- 35th. 35th anniversary yeah. of Back to the Future. And I'm all for if they do everything, if they do things every five years. I mean, I mean. Hell yeah. I mean, Christopher Lloyd is just awesome. Is Because I met him once. Uh, at a, a supernova or one of them, one of the conventions where he turned up and he was he was taking pictures of uh, uh, of you and a DeLorean. He's sitting in the DeLorean and you get to go yeah. Uh, and the the brief second that I that I met him and shook his hand, yeah, he's a cool guy, and he's the sort of person that um, really enjoys the fact that he is Doc Brown and he will be forever Doc Brown. So so yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, so so him doing stuff for Back to the Future is is always a treat and always good. And I'll be watching it. Uh, it's a road trip movie, and yeah, it also it also is. Where's the original uh, DeLorean? And if they and they probably go through the history of of the DeLorean is also an interesting uh, factoid in that that um, mm. it was built up to fail and all and all that. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. So in a way, Back to the Future sort of was making fun of the DeLorean, at, but it sort of bit themselves on the asses, made uh, the yeah. DeLorean more infamous than than ever. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that was that's great. And Golden Globes, yeah, I didn't watch them, and I don't need to because <laughs> I don't need <laughs> a, I don't need a reward show to tell me what what I like and not like. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And also Wakanda Forever. Yes. For that one. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. That's, well. That's me. That's you. Well, before we move on, I I, I, I realized halfway through that I, I actually accidentally skipped over one one news item that I do want to mention before we, we move on out of the news, um, that uh, Superman Lois has been renewed for a second season. Oh, Superman. Um which is which is great because it's only had one episode and they're already like, yep, you can have a second season. So. Two, be fair, two episodes two. now. Yeah, two episodes. Okay, nice, nice. I think Very exciting all, stuff. I, I think when it, the second one came out, it's like, oh, we're doing the second season. It's like, whoa, okay. All right then. Something that I need to see. I reckon. Yeah, Getting yeah. Really, I've heard. I've heard very good things. So yeah, I need to. I need to check it out. Noise. All right, that's the nerdy news for this week, which means it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Trailer park time. Yes. Yes. Get up. F- Get up, back. First. For you. <laughs> Make it Our interesting. Fist? Woo. 
<laughs> Our I'm sorry. first trailer <laughs> <laughs> is for a Netflix film called Thunder Force. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm basically just going to be watching it because it's essentially a superhero film um, uh, as a comedy. Um and it stars Melissa McCarthy, who is not her first mention in this podcast, and uh, Octavia Spencer uh, as the two superpowered women that make up Thunder, Thor- Thunder Force. Uh, and they're not really, you know, the the best superheroes around. They look badass in their outfits and stuff, but I really liked all the little gags of them, like, struggling to get out of their Lamborghini or Maserati or whatever they've got as they've their car of choice. Um, and, you know... The comments about you know we're having our asses kicked by two women in their forties, um, yeah, good, good for them. Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch this. Like, I'm the trailer was the trailer was all right. The trailer was fine. Like, I I didn't I didn't lose my shit over it or anything, or it didn't make me go. It didn't it didn't like make me not want to watch it. And it didn't want to make me watch it more than I already do because as soon as I heard it was announced I was like no this is definitely something I'm going to be checking out because just the premise sounds cool and I love I love uh, both of uh, those women Melissa and Octavia they're both very talented ladies and um, Octavia doesn't get to do comedy very often uh, and when she does she's she's very entertaining so um, yeah that's going to be great what did you think of Thunder Force Mike? Hmm what did I think? <laughs> That's not promising. <laughs> well, how do you want me to be? Do it. Do you want me to be favourable or? Ah, oh, I don't care. Your opinion, man. Go for it. Okay, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> long story short. Um. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It just didn't really. I didn't really enjoy it that much. Um. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the jokes in this particular trailer, uh, it's one of those, I hope they put the, the worst jokes in. Yeah. And they sort of did the same joke twice. Where, yeah. Where, uh, don't touch the thing. Oh, I touched the thing. Whoops, I've touched the thing. You touched the thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't throw yeah. that bus. Well, I can't hear you because I'm about to throw this bus. I threw the bus. <laughs> yeah, it's there's a bit of bit of repetitivity going on uh in this one, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, we shall see. I don't know. It's just it's just it's just I don't I think the music <laughs> sort of put me in a bad mood because I I like Kiss from a Rose. And <laughs> yeah, and then wasting it in this trailer. It could have been a nice look, nice thing in the movie. It's like, oh yeah, there's sort of singing and, and that, and yeah. But it's the first thing, and it sort of pumps you over. It's like, oh, what is this? And then it's Lisa McCarthy uh, uh, doing her <laughs> doing her Tammy. Um, hmm. It's like, okay, please proceed. <laughs> And then, 
And and then they did Thunderstruck. Yeah, and of they, course they did. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but not for this movie. <laughs> I can see the connection. Well, and, yeah, obviously. And yeah. they may, and and if you if you watch it again, that they, they they did a a um, a uh, orchestra accompaniment uh, with it as well. And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. But why? But why this movie? <laughs> why do we get something this awesome with this movie? It's like, uh, and then. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I think the I, I'm sure the well, I hope at least the kiss from a rose bit is a bit better in the um in the final product. But um, I don't know. Maybe that's just a reference to the fact that that was you know the theme one of the themes for Batman Forever. I guess I don't know superhero movies. Ah, okay. And Easter oh yeah, eggs. and Thunderstruck was Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. So you got Bruce and you got Tony. Yes. You do. I see what you did there. Yeah. Surely you can be more smart than that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect too much uh, smarts from this one. I think it's going to be a, a popcorn event. Yeah. Now don't touch the thing. I'm touching the thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, all right. You know what I don't like? <laughs> burning cars. There's a burning car behind me, isn't there? Ah <laughs> uh, dear. So when oh, is this going to be a uh, shout out on Netflix? <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, yes. Well, if uh, people want to check out Thunder Force, they can do so on the 9th of April on Netflix. It sounds like a shit too. <laughs> Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Forcing the thunder <laughs> out of my butt. Out of our butts. Okay. Second trailer for this week uh, is... Uh, we're changing gears completely for this these next two trailers. Hmm. Um, starting with the trailer for uh, The Courier. Uh, not to be confused by a film of the same name that came out in 2019. This one is, is a newer one. Starring... Benedict Cumberbatch and Rachel Brosnahan and Jesse Buckley. It's based on a true story uh, uh, set during the Cold War, during the the 50s and 60s. Um, and it looks like, from what I could tell, it looks like that they've uh, basically, I don't know, maybe the CIA and British intelligence have tasked uh, this, this businessman, uh, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, to kind of deliver messages back and forth, I think, mm. from the, the inside of the KGB uh, and then back to back to the good guys. Uh, and they've picked him because he can blend in and because he's a civilian and uh, he can get away yeah. with doing what he's been asked to do. He's the everyman. He's the everyman. And so it's a kind of a role we've never really seen Benedict Cumberbatch do. I mean, he's mostly known for his dramatic performances, but he's he's... There seems to be a bit of a, a bit of humor to this this one, like just the way he's he's kind of carrying himself and talking in this in certain scenes. I I kind of found quite amusing and I really liked. Um, but I I suppose it was 
I don't know, left me a bit troubled with what the tone they were going for with this film was because the first half of the trailer does kind of have this lightheartedness to a serious subject matter and that's, you know, that's okay. But then after a certain point, the trailer just kind of went full drama, uh, full spy thriller stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely probably going to watch this. Like, I, I feel like this is this is definitely a film that I would put on my radar you know it's based on a true story so and it's got Benedict Cumberbatch in it and I really like him it looks like it's going to be good good performance from from a good cast and it looks it's shot well it's it's cut together well and yeah I don't know I don't know how great it's going to be but um but I, I'd be curious to see what it's about what did you think Mike um yeah uh having a look at this I think it um is out now so Oh, okay, cool. So, so, um, so, yeah. Having a look at this, I'm I'm not too too aware of stuff that happened during during the Cold War, especially like at the start of it. This definitely feels like post post no, uh, especially after uh, World War Two, where where everybody in the world was sort of uh, reshaping the world and. And considering um, uh, Russia was an ally at the time, mm. and and uh, <laughs> a lot of people uh, would hate me saying that, saying it, but sort of uh, uh, what won us the war was communism, um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> because of the Russians, and and yeah, so they they had their. Their beliefs, and especially the uh, the Western world with the UK and and, and America going, is like no, it's it's different. Uh, we can rebuild to our own uh, our own thing, and then Russia had different ideas. It's like, well, we've got all this land now, so what are you going to do? Uh, it's like, well, we and it sort of escalated to to, hey, we got bombs, we got bombs. Let, let's uh, scare the shit out of everyone in the in the entire world, saying, "Hey, if you if you bomb us, we'll bomb you." And it's like, well, if you bomb us, we'll bomb you. Um, who's got the biggest stick, sort of thing. Uh, so yeah, it definitely looks like an interesting story because I uh, it 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 sounds it sounds intriguing, uh, considering it's this uh, ordinary person doing doing something really dangerous and also re- really um yeah really dangerous and and it's would he be thanked at the end of it it's probably not and and he's basically throwing his life away because he's got a family and 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 kids and that is like and he's and his wife is definitely pleading he's like please stop doing this you don't have to do this it's not it's not your job and if he and it's his determination to say, well, this could help the entire world, basically. So, mm-hmm. and so if if I'm not if I'm not helping keeping tabs on the Russians, which is weird, but keeping tabs on both sides, but keeping tabs on the Russians, we don't we don't know how how long this Cold War is going to be, and essentially we're sort of. Still in it now because we sort of uh, America sort of took took away the treaty with um, 
with uh, with uh, uh, Russia and China saying, "Hey, we want to, uh, Russia, uh, America wants to make more nuclear bombs." It's like, okay, well, we're going to make more bombs too. So yeah, hello, <laughs> hello, Second Great. Cold War. Yeah. Uh, fun. Fun, 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 fun. Russia in the back seat. <laughs> America in the front seat. Uh, oh boy. You know it's bad when I when I start quoting Rebecca Black. Yeah. Yeah. Or that's wow, we've we've entered into some dark territory. <laughs> yeah. Save me, Kendall. When when is this going to be out? Well, um, it has an Australian release date of the first of April. Yeah, that's where. It, yep, that's where we're gonna get it. So don't 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 fool yourself. Go check out the Courier. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Our last trailer for this week is for another film uh, based on a true story set slightly before the Cold War. Um, and that is The Last Vermeer. Um, so, yeah, so this one I am not not sure if I'm going to watch. Um, like, it's, I mean, yeah, it's based on a true story um, about this. It looks like this wrongfully accused art art, art dealer who was involved with the Nazis and, in World War II and... Uh, um, yeah, whether or not he's, you know, he's 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 on he's been locked up because they think he he did some bad things and um they're trying to f- figure out if he's, you know, what's going on, what's really happening and uh, Guy Pierce is playing the the art dealer in question. Um and yeah, his his uh, performance seems quite interesting. Uh and you know, you can't really go wrong with Guy Pierce. He's he's quite good, I think, in in pretty much everything that he does. Uh, but he's almost unrecognizable here with this, you know, white hair going on. And I almost thought he was playing Einstein for a second <laughs> just because the hair was kind of wild and, and all of that. But, uh, but no, no. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch this. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the, the woman in gold, uh, film that came out a few years ago now, which I still need to watch. Um, and that was about uh, Helen Helen Mirren played this woman who a uh, real life woman who um, had this uh, painting. I can't remember what the name of the artist is. It's escaping me. It's very very well known. I think it's Klimt. I think is his name. Um, I'm gonna fact check on IMDb while I'm rambling. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, and it's basically the Nazis stole her art and she wants it back and certain things are preventing her from getting her art back. And so it's similar, but different at the same time. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, Maria Altman was the woman that um, Helen Mirren plays. Uh, uh, a Jewish refugee takes on the Austrian government to recover artwork. She believes right, rightfully belongs to her family. Uh, so yeah. Um, and Ryan Reynolds is in that as well. So uh, but yes, it just kind of reminded me of that, and I think I'd rather watch that than this. Um, for some reason, it just didn't. The last Vermeer trailer just just did not grab me. Uh, I'm sure it's a fine film, but uh, maybe not uh, something that I'm going to check out. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, it's very niche. Um, 
and with that um, whole whole thing of like Nazis like taking precious um, paintings and and gold and er- everything that they can, uh, and then they try to distribute it like through uh, through different areas and yeah, um, and they're trying trying to discover where where the where this particular painting has come from and sort of where where it is and mm-hmm. and uh guy pierce's character is sort of getting is getting um i don't know falsely accused or it was he accused yeah. and all that and i'm sure it would be interesting but i saw like I've, i yeah i found found this uh trailer because i'm so because it, it's an indie film and i i always like to try and um uh, get people to watch a bit more indie films because they, because you know sometimes they're good or not, but with this one it's it's sort of um you have to be that sort of I reckon if you are like a a historian yeah hi- history buff yeah history buff is like and I think they sort of skirt the sort of ta- tales of what's happening at at, at the time. Because uh, it's it's after World War Two, like pretty much straight after World War Two, and they f- find all these riches and tre- treasures and all and all that, and also if they ta- tackle Nazi gold as well, that's always good. Because yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Hello, 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 Sweden. Um, it's got a lot of Nazi gold, Nazi gold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, try to cover their tracks, but it's Nazi gold. Um, yeah, it's like it's like um, as you said, the the uh, Helen Mirren movie as well. Uh, are they still sort of um, uh, uh, valuable considering the history of who changed hands as well? Mm. Is also is so, so probably interesting, but I don't know. I probably I probably give this one a miss as well. Mm. Unfortunately, because you know Guy Pearce, Australian, Australian representing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If it's on a streaming like, service, I'll give it a go. Maybe it's like, oh yeah, I talked about this. Let's have a look, and mm-hmm. it may change my mind. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully. So, Who knows? Kendall, when are we not yes. going to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, the last Vermeer will be released in cinemas here in Australia on the 21st of March. Yes. Yes. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. All right. Speaking of Queens, um, Mm -hmm. that is Trailer Park. We're rolling out. And, and now it is, uh, it is that time, the moment, the segment, the section the part of the show you've all been waiting for. Sorry, I'm getting ready. <clears throat> Clear my throat. Popcorn culture. 
That was marvelous. Did I did it what? good? Did I do good? You, you did a good. <laughs> I did a good. You did a good. <laughs> it's popcorn culture time. <laughs> set a give. Give him a set a give. <sighs> <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Young Frankenstein yet. No, I still haven't watched it. How dare you not get I my know. reference? <laughs> I'm sorry. It sounded funny, but I don't. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. <laughs> give. Give him a set a give. <laughs> Sadakav! Yes, popcorn culture! And we have now arrived at our last popcorn culture discussion on WandaVision. WandaVision! WandaVision! Spin around, spin around, spin around, Tariara. Yes. This is our uh, our wrap up review of episode nine, the final episode, aptly titled "The Series Finale," just keeping in theme with all of their TV related uh, trope titles, which is very cool. Um, <laughs> I thought I actually was like, "Oh, I wonder what the title's going to be," and when I opened Disney Plus and saw it, that's what it was. I was like, "Oh." Kind of underwhelming, but it tracks. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it could have been anything else. But uh, important to note that it's the series finale, not season finale. So this is this is the, officially the end of One Division. Uh, so, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, I suppose we will just do what we've been doing and go through from top to bottom. Yes. Or, or yeah. What? Yes. Do you want to? Yes. Or? Discuss. Or, what? You, I'm, you were giving I'm a good. suggestion. Sorry. Was I? You, no. I was asking you if you wanted to just go, ah, uh, go top to bottom like we, we have been the last couple of weeks. Yeah, sure. We can, do, we, we, can, we can start from the start. It's a very we good beginning. It's a good place to start. Yes. So, last week. Yes. We left off uh, with a, a, a small cliffhanger going into the finale um, where uh, Agatha Harkness had uh, Billy and Tommy hostage um, and had revealed that Wanda is the Scarlet Witch, uh, which is pretty exciting for all of us. Um, and yeah, we kind of get we kind of get straight into the action here uh they don't really muck about too much no nah, straight to um, it straight to it agatha reveals her her plan essentially uh, that and it's something i don't know if we theorized last week what it was but uh that basically that she she wants wanda's power so she can be you know the most powerful yeah i suppose uh, she wants absolute power absolute power um and she even said, I take power from the undeserving. Um, so, and she's like, it's kind of my thing. <laughs> yes, it, it clearly it clearly is. You don't Maybe. deserve your power, Wanda. Yeah, basically. Uh, but they, yeah, they have a, a cool little fight that uh, goes on for a little bit until we get a cool Wizard of Oz reference with her boots underneath the car. What? <laughs> <laughs> I called it all the way back. It's like I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> Wizard of Oz vibes, and then they just nailed it on the coffin of having the the boots under the car. Yeah, after Wanda hurled a car into into Agatha, um, that was that was pretty great. <laughs> Dodge um, this. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and then I I feel like did did you feel like this the first parts of the of the episode just kind of went at a million miles an hour like it was really super fastly paced because like we've gone in the first like five minutes it's like this fight between Agatha and Wanda like initially mm. and and then Agatha fucks off somewhere and and then White Vision immediately rocks up like there's no. No time for a break. Nah. We're straight we're straight into it and then white vision rocks up and then vision rocks up and yeah. I really like the fast pacedness of it though. What did you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's it's definitely a good contrast from the first first episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I bet everyone I bet everyone that didn't like the sitcom stuff from early on was very happy with the finale. Nah, they're probably um, going, Oh, it's too quick. Didn't didn't notice much slow stuff. Down. Slow down. Slow down. Take, what are you doing? Take a Valium and slow down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there was a few, there was a few tropes and cliches in this, uh, in this finale, like you know, with the whole white, white vision, like Wanda being tricked by white vision to, you know, he, like he just, you know, put his hands on her face and tried to squeeze the life out of her crush her skull and that was that was a not a not a great image um slash sound <laughs> <laughs> i have i have a thing with crush like the thought of being crushed and it just doesn't, oh do, i don't like it um so that was kind of ugh, for me but um but yeah and but of course you know hex vision got there in the nick of time i i found it interesting that white vision got to the scene before hex vision did considering um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, mm. yeah. Possibly, poss- possibly, sorry. Mm. Trying to get words back in my mouth. Possibly the, um, uh, po- uh, the post credit scene from previous was probably taking place like uh, a little bit before that. Yeah. Yeah. If we're, ta- if we're talking time wise. And I was actually having a think of the sort of time, uh, mm. with the whole thing. I think, I think this actually does take within like a week, like nine days. So, yeah, so yeah. Everything is sort of quick, quick pace. Like in the real world, not the not the um sitcom not the world. Hex. Yeah. So everything was in its own pace. It was doing its own thing, mm. except for the outside mm-hmm. world. So yes. So I I can sort of get um uh white vision coming back. Yeah, yeah, and sadly not voiced by James Spader. Nah, you can't have everything. And, it, <laughs> and thinking about it, it sort of makes sense. If it's supposed to be like a a slate clean uh, vision, it, it probably would have the same voice. But, you know, it would have been nice. But, it, yeah. And and that's another thing that I... Yeah, I'll probably say it now, that um, mm-hmm. there, there'll be a lot of things that we say, oh, could have had this, could have had that, could have had this cameo. But... I actually do appreciate that um, they just made it Wanda and Vision, like the Wanda yeah. and Vision story, uh, mm-hmm. all, all throughout. And mm-hmm. I think I sort of talked about it last week that I, I wasn't really, I, I was sort of setting myself up as like I don't want, I, I don't want bells and whistles. I just want a good story. And yeah, and yeah. long story short, this actually was a good story. And a heartbreaking mm. story about grief and and all that, mm. Uh, mm. and yeah, and if I was a real nerdy, <laughs> nerdy, mo- uh, 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 moody boy, 
I would go, you had James Spader voice, and then his eyes turn red. (laughs) (laughs) And and Voltron's back, baby! (laughs) Only for a little bit. Yeah, that would have been cool. Only for a little bit, yeah. That would have been cool. But I I, I get why they didn't do it. Yeah, and then it wouldn't make sense um, uh, later on down the track. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Um, yes. So, so, so Hex Vision knocks White Vision into the uh, into the um, the Walter White camper van and exploded. Yeah. And he walked out yeah, like a Terminator. Big <laughs> he did. He got his own little Terminator shot, which was yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was cool. Um, yeah, and they you know they kind of start to fight, and then we get. Um, Wanda ends up fleeing, trying to you know, to go find where Agatha is, and then um, we get the reveal of uh, Monica being held captive by um, <laughs> Fietro. Um, and uh, do we want to talk? Do we want to? Do we want to get the 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 shall I say boner in the room out of the way Excuse now me? or? <laughs> <laughs> you can only see my head. What are you talking about? Wait, what? Jesus Christ! Ah, you said it. I did. I'm I yes did. and ending. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm and. just gonna. I. I yes and. I'm just gonna get it out of the way now because I. Do you like bone? Li- it was my least favorite thing in this whole episode. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. And I. The only look. The only reason I hated it. Uh, like. The thing, the only thing I, about it that I hate, I should say, is uh, the fact that they made he, uh, his last name Boner. Um, so the we we got, I mean, the really cool thing is we got the big reveal of like who Ralph was the entire time, um, and it was just happened to be who uh, Evan Peters is um, actually in Westview reality, mm. uh, and a lot of a lot of people are guessing it's it's Jimmy's. Uh, uh, witness protection person that he was trying to find. I have seen um, a, um, a, a counter argument to that. Yeah, I'm I'm neither here nor there about the witness yeah. protection thing. Like, but, um, I, I think they said because if he was going to be in witness protection, he wouldn't be an actor because you're not supposed to like draw attention to yourself <laughs> and act. Well, yeah, because I, yeah, because I thought like that looked like an actor's headshot to me. It was. Yeah. Yeah, and some people are saying, no, that's a photo from the witness protection thing. I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. It looks like an actor's headshot. Then why would he have like, it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I feel like it's just... I think it's a, know, it's an un- unexplained mystery. I think it's an un- unexplained thing as far as to say that he just happened to be living next door to Wanda and Vision. Living and next a- door to Alice. Yeah. And Agnes just took advantage of that and decided to use him. Yeah. And... And ca- and she cast him as Pietro. Mm. Um, that's what that is. Uh, and but he's yeah the the whole the whole time we were we were kind of guessing that um, Ralph was either Mephisto or some other big bad or or something else going on. Um, but turns out that yeah that Pietro fake Pietro was was Ralph all along, and for some reason his last name is Boner, um, which is which another is just- name for bloopers. Yes, yes, yes. It's also a name of a character from the Growing Pain sitcom, which is an American show that I never really watched. Um, but, and I think that's the reference, I guess. I don't know. 
regardless, it's spelled B-O-H-N-E-R. Um, but I just, I'm not about it. It's, I'm not about it. I'm okay French. with, I'm, a, I'm, a, yeah, I'm, look, I'm okay with, with, uh, uh, Pietro Evan Peters not being actually Pietro from Fox Universe. I'm okay with him not being a, any version of Pietro Maximoff. He just happens to look like Evan Peters. Um, and that's who Ralph is. Like, I'm fine with that. Just the fact that they gave him the last name Boner just pisses me <laughs> off. Like, I just don't. I th- it's 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 bad humor. Like, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm sorry if, if people listening did enjoy the, the joke. But I, I, nah, I didn't like it. Well, you don't have to but apologize to me. Uh, well, yeah. What did <laughs> what did you did you did you think it was a bit cringy, or what did you think of the whole what did you think of the whole Ralph the whole Ralph thing deba- debacle? Well, yeah. Overall, I am happy that um, there wasn't going to be a super big bad because there wasn't going to be any room, especially if it's uh, just one more episode. Um, uh, and maybe Mephisto may be coming coming because of the. The, the 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 end credit scene which we'll go into later it definitely sets up for more like um interdimensional st- stuff uh but with the yep. evan peters thing um essentially uh i think we sort of <laughs> we um as a collective of watching this we were sort of starved for marvel stuff <laughs> that that Every 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 like thing that we saw saw in this is like oh it could have been that it could have been this uh, is that is that a thing we sort of dwelled a bit too much into it which I don't know if you are uh, if that is a criticism or it's not, or it's a critique that that we sort of uh, looked too much into it and yeah I'm I'm guilty for that as well. I think it was by the end of the previous episode. I was ga- I was going okay. A lot of stuff is probably not going to happen, and my own my only thing is that maybe um, Doctor Strange will be coming at the end, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. And with the Ralph thing, uh, a lot of people are comparing it with with. Um, uh, Iron Man three with how they treated the um yeah the uh, Mandalorian uh, Ma- <laughs> Mandarin Mandarin uh, and at the time I I kind of enjoyed that because <laughs> uh, I kind of enjoyed that sort of misdirect because essentially they made him to be like the big bad terrorist and at the time to- at the time I I was a bit uh, I was a bit less political than I am now, but uh, as looking back, it's like, well, it's sort of, it's sort of making, making the fact that it's like, well, we should stop doing like the ultimate baddie is a terrorist sort sort of thing, and it's more to do of we need to look more inside, especially with hey Guy Pierce, um, we're, we're talking about Guy Pierce again, uh, is the actual ba- baddie, and I sort of, I sort of. I sort of got that as like we need to look more into ourselves instead of looking out as like oh it's the other oh brown people we don't like brown people uh, surely they've got some sinister plan that involve involves us like changing our culture or blah, blah, blah. and it's sort of and I sort of got that uh, I sort of got that when I watched it it's like oh my god they 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 they're making a stance it's like it's not necessarily going to be the 
the token uh, bad guy is the is the terrorist. But yeah. but of course they they I wouldn't say backtrack, but they sort of made uh, and 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 the uh, the Mandarin. I was going to say Mandalorian. The Mandarin is is going to be the big baddie in in the in the, the next um, in the next movie that's coming out later. Yeah, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. And the and the and the Ten Rings. They're going to be revisiting the Mandarin a bit, I think. And with the and with Ralph, I'm you know it could have been whatever, but I think. I think it's a way too early to set up, like, like set up the multiverse and also set set up um, X Men. It was just way too huge of a thing to actually yeah. do in WandaVision. and I'm actually, yeah. and as I said before, I'm actually quite happy. It's just a solo story that involves it involves uh, Wanda Maximoff dealing with grief and mm-hmm. and cherry on top. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I chuckled when they, when he said boner <laughs> because I'm a child. I'm a child. And that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm but, I'm uh, glad. Yeah, but sorry, yeah. but I do understand why people would would be <laughs> spitting chips. It's like what? Yeah, you did it again. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I, I. You're totally right about the X Men thing. I. I. I really didn't think for a second, to be honest, that. Um, this is how we get the X-Men in the MCU. I really just figured it was something to do with the multiverse and this is just a different Pietro from a different universe. Mm. Um, but yeah, not the case. Yeah, I still think it's because of <laughs> we, we're starved for content and we haven't seen Black Widow. We just wanted, we, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We still want Eternals. With, actually, yeah, Eternals is probably a more, more, more thing to actually learn about the mutants as well. Because okay. because uh, they're sort of like the first people on Earth, basically, and and mm. it was it was the mutants, the animals, and uh, I don't know, and the humans. So they were sort of creators of the universe. So we're sort of getting a creationist theory with the MCU, oh, nice. with the old Eternals. Eternals. So yes, so, yeah. yes. Uh, <clears throat> well. Um... Yeah, basically, Monica uh, uses her abilities to see what's making, um, you know, Ralph be Pietro, basically, Pietro. And it's this ne- the necklace he's been wearing the entire time um, was imbued with Agatha's magic. Uh, and that was co- that was causing him to, uh, you know, be, be Agatha's eyes and ears and all of that stuff. So, um, so, yes. And may or may not have given him super speed. And also gave him, yeah, super speed, <laughs> or at least the illusion of super speed to some degree. Um, so um, let's talk about Hayward and Jimmy Woo. Um, there's a, a cool exchange between the two of them because um, um, Jimmy's been take, taken into custody by the sword agents and brought before Hayward and... Uh, yeah, and then Hayward's just kind of... By this point, he may as well be twirling his moustache, um, <laughs> I think, because he's, he's gone full full MCU villain because he's just like, no one's going to believe that I had anything to do with this. It's all Wanda Maximoff. There's no proof of two visions. There's only known to be one, the one that she took, which she really didn't, uh, all of that stuff. And I love I love how Jimmy just, you know, you know, 
bluffs and it works out for him and he says flourish and I, I lost my <laughs> shit when he, he he uses magic to get, well, he uses a paperclip to get out of the handcuffs and then he said flourish, just like Vision did in episode two. Well, when um, you're binging a show, you sort of pick up like <laughs> one or two yeah, things. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. He's watched the show, so he knows. Uh, he gets the references. Um, yeah, and then hilariously calls the FBI. Um, yeah. Um, did you, what did you think of, of, of Hayward kind of going, like, he kind of did seem to go full tilt mm. vi- villain in this episode, right? Like, he, he, he made some poor choices. Poor choices? <laughs> Shooting at children is a poor choice. Um, it's a, it's a very poor choice. Uh, that's a big <laughs> fuck you from me. Um, yeah, literally. Yeah, I've... He definitely, he definitely sticks to his goal, and his goal is to have uh, vision as as a weapon. And it also begs the question: if so, if this is what's happening on sword, uh, on world, what is sword happening off world? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you you fucked up, Nick. Uh, yeah, not really paying attention to what's going on. Why don't you get nope. off the virtual beach? Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, yeah, so something's happening on 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 land, uh, on on bound, earthbound. That's it. Um, yeah, I've I've heard a couple of theories that uh that's happened. So I'll probably I'll, I'll probably keep it to the end because it involves wonder as well. Uh, okay, sure. But but with yeah, he definitely is like stepping up. Is like well, um, he's definitely a, a bureaucratic bullshit guy. He is the Walter Peck, and he and this is the order, and this is what 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 he does. And he and in a way, he didn't really have to uh, explain to wonder what's really happening and mm. because it, it, he's in charge basically and she's just um a person that just barged in doing stuff uh so so i can sort of see i can sort of see yeah he's the so-called second villain uh of uh yeah. of this show mm, yeah but it, to each to to their own if he was doing it for his own intentions, not necessarily good intentions, uh, yeah, and and Jimmy Woo, you know, more Jimmy Woo. Yes, please, more Jimmy Woo. Well, there, isn't there like talk that he's going to get his own show? Yes, so, yeah, they were some. They're working on pitching it at the moment, yeah. so hopefully it it, it happens because that'd be fantastic. Hopefully, it will explain uh, who's the missing person. <laughs> yes, I hope so. A lot of people th- think it's the um, uh, post uh, postman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. him in the real world, when we we see him uh, last uh, last episode, he was carrying pizzas. So mm. and so, and he says, "Don't shoot me. I'm just a messenger." Messenger. Is yeah. he a snitch? For a, was he snitching on the mob? Mm. <laughs> oh, it is Jersey. Oh. Yeah, it is. It is joyzy. And I've been watching. And I've been watching the Sopranos. Sopranos, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so in the town square, Agatha and Wanda have another face-off, and uh, 
this is when we get big exposition and the reveal of what the book is that was in Agatha's basement. Uh, turns out it is actually the Darkhold. Dun, um, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which, yeah, makes the most sense, I suppose. I did want it to be the Necronomicon just because, you know, potential for Evil Dead references, but that's fine. It's going um, to be there anyway. In, yeah, Because it's true. fucking Sam Raimi. And especially, I know. especially the final shot is very Evil Dead. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cabin in the middle of nowhere. Long shot yeah. from a long way, just long, going in. Coming in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, so the Darkhold. Yes. Um, and it's not the first time the... We, we see the Stronghold. No. Right. No, no. Yes, as I said, and I've said in my rambling video that I was a bit, uh, as an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, I was a bit a bit annoyed that it was the Darkhold. Another reason why I wanted it to be the Necronomicon, because the Darkhold has appeared in the MCU already. Uh, and apparently and... in Inhumans as well. Oh, was it in Inhumans? Mm. Oh, I still haven't watched that. But that was only one, you know, I don't even know if they made a full season of that in the end. Yeah, I think it's just one, um, one season. Yeah. And I think it was the same book in the... Um, uh, from Shield. From Shield as well. Like, it had the oh, words... Okay. Darkhold. The on words on, on the front, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, this this is a completely new-looking book. Um, maybe, it's in, the, maybe it's the real one. It's the real one. And the other, yeah, one, well, I guess and the other one's a second edition. You know how books go. Oh, yes, true. And also true. multiverse as well. So. Multiverse and all of that jazz, yeah. So it's, it's fine. Look, it's fine. It makes sense in terms of uh, Scarlet Witch lore. Uh, the fact that it's the dark hole it makes it makes sense. So Agatha tells um, Wanda basically there's a whole section in the dark hole devoted to her and how powerful she is and and all of this stuff. Um, and Wanda's deny deny deny. She's like I'm not who you say I am. I I'm not a witch. I don't practice magic. I don't you know I'm none of this. She's just not willing to listen to what Agatha's saying despite Agatha having basically the proof of how you know a that she is the Scarlet Witch because of how powerful she is and because she's in the dark hole and all of that stuff. And a little bit of the upper hand as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's definitely got the advantage because she knows, A, she has the dark hold for one, and B, she, you know, she knows how things work in terms of magic. She knows how to use magic properly and, um, you know, as opposed to Wanda's chaos magic, which is, you know, a lot different. I guess. It is the um, name. It's in the name, yes. Chaos. It isn't it is exactly in the name. Um but we didn't get a we didn't get a Doctor Strange cameo this episode, but we did get a mention of him. Because mm. um, Agatha specifically says that uh You're stronger the than Scar- Yeah. The Scarlet Witch is is uh, more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, which is currently Doctor Strange. So, um yeah. She's really just they're really just going out of their way to let everyone know that she's more the most powerful Avenger now. Um, she's more powerful than Doctor Strange, more powerful than Thor and Captain Marvel. She's she's number one. Ah, but is she an Avenger? Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? To be honest, um, but yeah, I loved all of the all of the Agatha and Wanda stuff in this episode. It was really really good. Like all of their their um their fight scenes and using their magic against each other. Uh, I enjoyed um, quite a bit. Um, what where, what else can I say? Okay. Um, 
Oh yeah, so uh, this is when Agatha she gets the um basically uses uh Wanda against herself and get like unlocks all of the town's people of Westview uh and re- uh, reveals who they really are underneath, you know, she removes the thrall of Wanda's magic from them yeah. and then they all they all start, you know, not terrorizing her but you know just saying you know pleading. telling telling pleading with her begging with her to to go away to let them to let them live or let them die kind of thing and it's really full on um to the point where Wanda ends up choking um them by accident um that was rough yeah and also and also sort of um pleading no not pleading like what's the word i can't remember but it's it's um when when she's say, saying is like oh what I'm doing is good um, you, you're in a good place and and it's not not a good sort of sign if your hero is sort of uh, doing that uh, uh, justifying that's what it is uh, justifying her her actions yeah it de- definitely feels a lot of um, you know Thanos sort of vibes it's like well what I'm doing is good. It's it it benefits everyone if I take away half of the population. Therefore, more food, more shelter, and everything. I'm doing doing something that's good. Mm. Why can't you see that? And yeah. it's definitely a definitely a bit of a glimpse into what Wanda could be. It, yeah, it definitely kind of teases whether or not she's going to be a hero or a villain going forward. Um, I kind of more took it as her just you know not could f- because she doesn't she, she's never been trained with her her powers she's just always kind of used them and figured them out as she's gone along yeah um because she's clearly intelligent um but she does have a problem with her emotions con- affecting her and controlling her powers and stuff so i feel like it, it, to me it was more of a case of she thought she had like her thrall meant that and because she only had good intentions, you know, that they were all okay, they were all at peace and they were all fine while they were under mm. and pretending to be these other people. Like, I, I just really just kind of saw it as, you know, she had good intentions, she didn't mean to hurt them, and she didn't she didn't think she was hurting yes, them. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I reckon that's so. Uh, with, yeah. Uh, like, like, anyone wants to be in a sitcom. It's me. Because yeah, because everyone it, like like in the previous episode that when Brian Cranston uh, got <laughs> got crushed, it's like it's not that sort of show. No, it's a sort of like it's like well, these people are human and they they yeah they're doing stuff against their will basically, and sure your your intentions are good. But when you're taking away people's autonomy, uh, uh, that that word that I can't say, that the um, well, people's choices in, in mm. their in their lives, and they've they've been like under a spell for for yeah nine nine days, and what they said that uh, what they said is like when when we sleep we see your nightmares, yeah, and when you and when Wanda is when we're learning about Wanda she all her past experiences and what she's going through at the moment. It's, it is a person going through grief and you are, and when you haven't accept that yet, you are hurting people around you. This is a, yeah. this is a huge metaphor for that 
that huge, thing. Huge, huge metaphor. And yeah. and yeah, and the and your only like comfort is is um, a version of so- of someone who is basically a memory, and you're dwelling on that on that memory as well. I'm talking about vision, and this is sort of yes. what happens at the end. But yes, and yeah, this is the reason why I. Uh, I really enjoy enjoyed it being the story of Wanda and Vision, but mostly yeah. Wanda because, yeah. So, so so it is sort of choose your own adventure. If um, uh, if you see it, <laughs> this is sort of what I'm go- going for: is Wanda really the villain of the show, or is it ha- or, or is it Haywood? Because yeah, or Agatha. Yeah, maybe. he he's well, his intentions are basically. Uh, his end goal of get, getting the thing no matter what. Yeah. But essentially, it's not really hurting anyone, technically, because Vision is, in his mind, a a bomb, basically. A weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and to Wanda, he isn't a weapon. He is, he is the love of, love of her life. And, and yeah... And that's and that's sort of the conundrum of what I was talking about last week of the the conundrum of uh, is vision really real or is he or is he mm, yeah that's why I like it <laughs> so. yeah 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 it's great absolutely absolutely it's so so damn good um, but so basically Wanda realizes, you know, Agatha kind of convinces her that she needs to stop. You know, do stop stop hurting them. You know, heroes don't hurt people, that kind of thing and um, And sort of nail then, on the coffin is when she breaks down and she accidentally uh chokes them. Yeah, yeah, she accidentally chokes chokes them, realizes what she's doing and lets them go and then um and then she breaks the hex to let them out. She's like, "Okay, I'm keeping the hex." But you guys need to leave. I like you know. I don't want to hurt you anymore. Get out. But then that obviously backfires when she discovers that um, by even just opening up the hex, uh, Vision and Billy and Tommy start to dissipate. Um, oh boy! And that was yeah, yeah. That was that was tough to watch. I don't like seeing um, children in danger. <laughs> me either. Not a fan got to say not a fan of that uh yeah so that was that was that was hard but she you know she she seemed to leave the leave the 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 gaps in the hex open long enough for westview residents to get out because we don't see them again until the end of the show um but then unfortunately she let a couple of people in she did hayward and his sword goons director douchebag uh (laughs) got in got inside the hex finally uh, and because we're, I don't know if it's because we're basically in modern day now, or because Wanda's not really running the sitcom that they didn't change when they went, they came in. Uh, uh, they went through the gaps, so, so they sort of didn't change. They didn't. Oh, I guess. Oh, I see what you mean now. Because they didn't pass through the hex. Actually, yeah. it didn't change them. Okay, that makes sense. Like, um, yeah, like Monica went through, and that's why she changed physically. She transformed. And, and, yeah, and um, and. Um, microscopic um nanos yes <laughs> yes yes on a cellular level yes um yes yes so yeah so they they've gotten through and that's happened and Wanda's decided to 
to close the hex back up so she doesn't lose her family mm. just yet. Um, and I think this is around the time we get the really cool, you know, family shot of them doing doing their Incredibles um, as the sword agents rock up. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, yeah, <laughs> indeed. Indeed it was. Um, and then I, I really love the dialogue of, of Vision saying, uh, kids, we really we never really prepared you for this. And Wanda's like, but you were born for it. And I'm like, damn straight. Yes, that was badass. I really, I liked it. But were they born? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they technically they weren't born, but created, but that's fine. It's okay. Uh, yeah. And then Monica finally rocks up. Because um, at this point, after the family shot, White Vision comes and takes Vision away and they go back to their, you know, phasing in and out, out of each other fighting. Uh, the twins do use their powers on the sword agents to try and take them down. And, and then Haywood's like, nah, enough of that. Um, and with Wanda up in the air fighting uh, Ag- Agatha with her abilities... Um, uh, Monica steps in to to protect the boys because Haywood is uh, I don't call him director douchebag for nothing um, although I should use worse words basically tries to kill Billy and Tommy uh, shoots them and then we see a new cool ability that Monica has and the bullets pass like through her, yeah. Like she she stops. They pass through her, but she stops the bullets from hurting Billy and Tommy. Uh, I think someone, like I think someone said like on a thing that I watched that she sort of took the kinetic energy from the bullets, and mm. that's why they sort of went through and went, and then fell to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a really cool sequence. Um, I thought, and how her and Billy were like, you know pointing out how cool their their tricks are that they have. Um, yeah. And then uh, comes probably the best, one of the best moments of the entire episode. Uh, Darcy rocks up <laughs> in in her truck, rams Hayward before he can run over anyone and says, have fun in prison, and basically mic drops and bounces out of, out of WandaVision Pro- after that. That is the only scene of Darcy in this entire episode. Probably a schedule, uh, scheduling... Um, uh, scheduling conflict? Yeah. And she couldn't, be, she couldn't do anything after that. I, I, I mean, it could, be, it could have been that, but I, part of me thinks it's, it's probably um, the fact that they... Really, outside of that, they probably wouldn't have had anything for Darcy to do in this episode. Not really. Um, yeah, that's the only thing. So I think they wrote themselves into a corner with her and they were like, what can we have her do? Ah, she can do this really fun thing. Yeah. Um, how, how satisfying was that? That was great. It was. It, um, I can't remember which episode it was when the the, the truck t- changed. But they, so, but they sort of... Um, they made an effort of actually showing the truck change from an armored, armored, <laughs> armored vehicle to that um, sweets truck. So, mm. <laughs> because uh, that truck would would have completely concentrated in hitting that other 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 um, armored truck. So it's because you know the the bulletproof vest that Monica was wearing turned into into flares. And it still mm. and it still could be uh, used as a as a flat jacket. So, yeah, 
Consistency. Consistency. Quite good. Absolutely. On point. Um, okay, so after that we have the... We go kind of go back to the two visions fighting. Um, I love that it, scene. Isn't it great? Um, and now, like... Because one of my big kind of other issues I had with the the episode is the fact that it was very much your standard superhero finale with the big battle and all the CGI and stuff. And like, I, I was kind of hoping that WandaVision wasn't going to do that. And it was going to, because the whole show has been about, you know, real character moments and real character journeys and all of that stuff. I kind of thought yeah. it was going to come back to that, which it does in the end. And I was very happy. So the fact that the, and it makes so much sense for, for, for vision as a character, whether it's hex vision or white vision for them to resolve their fight with logic and reason. Yeah. Um, it's just awesome. Um, what did you what did you think of that uh, exchange? I liked it because they they had their first battle and they they basically find out that they're evenly matched. So yeah, basically yeah. two titans fighting forever. It's not gonna it's not gonna happen. So nope. so they they went to a different route of actually dealing with logic. And I really enjoyed, <laughs> I really enjoyed them, uh, a Vision doing a conundrum to a computer. <laughs> yeah. And that computer yeah. is going, I need more information. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Please elaborate. <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. It's it's basically yeah. It's basically um, if you if you got a broom and you change the handle, and then change the brush. Like fifty times and then thirty times. Is it the original, original um, <laughs> brush? Uh, and and that's the thing. That's why I love about um, science fiction. It's it's both ideas at the same time, and you yeah, and you and you choose your own adventure. It's like of course, because neither neither of them are the original vision. So <laughs> and. Um, it, it's sort of it, it does remind me of that episode in Futurama where where you've got um, the, the Santa Claus robot <laughs> killing people who are naughty and <laughs> and Lila says hmm. well you also kill people who are nice so therefore you are naughty so therefore you need to destroy yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah divide by yeah. zero <laughs> you know that's <laughs> <laughs> well well just on that I mean. Because based on based on what happens at the end of that scene, where Hex Vision unlocks White Vision's memories, um, so he ha- he remembers everything from his life. So it's Vision sort of coming back, more or less, in a way. Yeah. Uh, and then he, you know, and he basically says he's got a, he's he, I am Vision, and then he leaves. I'm like, does that mean he has to go and destroy himself because his prime directive? was to destroy the Vision, and now he's realised he is the Vision? Not if um, Vision actually... Well, no, because I... I don't think he is... Well, that doesn't make sense because he said, I am Vision. Well, I don't think... I don't know. It was was weird because I, I, I think he was probably still processing yeah. all of the all of this new information. Um so it's probably going to be a while before he returns to some semblance of what he was before he died. Um but yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. He needs to leave to digest all the information. Yeah, and look, to be honest, I'm kind of glad we we didn't see any more of him after that because no. I yeah I you know too many too be many feels. questions too many questions and I I didn't want it I did not want it to take away from no from from Wanda's uh, story uh, and, and her dealing with losing him yeah and it sort of makes sense because he does have all the memories and and vision and hex vision only has the memories from the hex. Uh, and plus whatever um, Darcy told him. So, therefore... And Hex is the memory from Wanda. Spoilers. So, so that means... Yeah, so that means um, White Vision is more Vision than Hex Vision. Yeah. But he... But in a way, he doesn't have... He doesn't have the Mind Stone. So Mind Stone? I said Mind Stone, not the... Yeah, good job. Well done. Soul Stone. The Yellow Stone. Um, the Yellow Stone. Yeah, he has the memories, but he doesn't have the emotion with those, yeah. with those memories. So may, maybe something needs to happen before, um, before White Vision says hello to Wanda again. Yeah, maybe. It's still, it's still up in the air. But it's It is very it is very kind of up in the air. Yeah. But we'll we'll get to that. Um So that means Paul Bettany is coming back. He's not dead yeah. anymore. No, he's not dead anymore. He's not dead anymore. Um which is which is I'm okay with. I think they handled it well. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yes, we must get to the final fight uh between uh Wanda and Agatha. Um, I really love the fact that they brought back Wanda's kind of um, vision giving, uh, poor choice of words, but you know, vision giving ability. You know, we saw her do in Age of Ultron where she made Tony Stark think he saw the entire Avengers yeah. dead. Um, that like creepy, like walk, like fast walk she does yeah. and the, the hands. And so I love that. I thought that was brilliant. Li- so I'm glad they brought that back. Yeah, you live your worst fear. Yeah, yeah, and so she's so that she brings Agatha back to Salem, um, and you know, surrounded by the corpses of her her co- coven and her mother, and mm. she starts freaking out, and because she brings she Wanda reanimates the corpses, essentially, uh, but then Agatha turns them against Wanda, and they're kind of having a battle of of uh, powers uh, within this vision, um, and. Yeah, which was which was really cool, and you know the and then the corpses were were, you know, calling Wanda the Scarlet Witch, and Agatha's still like beating that drum, like, see, Wanda, I'm not, you know, I'm not making this shit up. You really are the Scarlet Witch. Um, yeah, <laughs> and so and but yeah, so because basically, for the most of the episode, Wanda's just trying to convince. Oh, sorry. Agatha's trying to convince Wanda to give up her powers. She's like, "I'll give me your powers, and I'll let you keep Westview as you want to keep it, and you can have your family and all that stuff." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So now, uh, a bit of a bait and switch. Mike, did you, did you uh, see what Wanda was doing as she was doing it when she was um, making Agatha think that she'd won and given her her power? Oh, when they're up in the sky. When they're up in the sky. Well, um, if we, um, yeah, if we, uh, mm, 
I thought it was going to be um, like when I was seeing it. Um, Wanda has all this power, and it was giving it to um, Agatha, but she couldn't handle that power, and something might happen that she might explode or something. But I didn't want that because I think I think Agatha should come back because she's awesome. Mm-hmm. So. So I wasn't quite sure what was going on, and she was, and um, yeah, what can I say? Yeah, and after that, um, Wanda's all gaunt and old, and it's like oh, I've got no more power left. And then, and then Agatha does a Thanos snap, and nothing happened, and and goes for it twice, and then we see see the rune behind Wanda. And then it's like, ah, oh, I get it now. Uh, Wanda learnt something about an, yes. about an hour ago, mind you. But Yeah, I was going to say, did you think that was a bit too quick and convenient or does it work for you? Um, kind of proves that she's a fast learner. And Yeah, definitely. And um, would explain a lot about the Darkhold as well, so <laughs> at the end. Mm, but... Mm-hmm. It's like I need more. I need more knowledge. Knowledge is knowledge is power. Yeah, knowledge but, is power. But absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd, using using um, the villain's trick uh, at your own gain. It, it's been done before. Yeah, uh, and it will be done again. But I think. <laughs> I think it, it sort of holds that um, Wanda is more powerful because instead of like this little dungeon sort of area that Anna, uh, that Agatha can do, she does the entire hex. Yeah, yeah. And the ruins are huge. Yeah, it's insane. It's sort of, sort of uh, showing how how powerful she is. She's a quick learner, and then and yeah, and, and she's awesome. So. She is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, part of me, on the first watch, part of me thought it was a bit convenient that she was able to learn how to cast runes so quickly. Um, But at the same time, I was very impressed because I didn't pick up on it. The fact that she kept shooting her magic at Agatha and Agatha kept absorbing it and then, like, every second or third blast was missing her. I just... They did a really good job of setting it up and making it look like Wanda was just hurling her magic and you know just missing just having to miss but it was actually her casting the runes um i yeah it was it was very cool it was a great reveal and it was an awesome lead into uh the epic reveal of the episode of wanda maximoff finally fully realized as scarlet witch um which was yeah so awesome the best the best dark phoenix yeah, the best Dark Phoenix. Yeah, because she basically reabsorbs all the power that Agatha took and uh, takes. It looks like she takes Agatha's powers as well. Um, and uh, yeah, to be seen, yeah, yeah, and becomes Scarlet Witch. And basically, that in that you know shot that we got uh, in the previous episode when she saw the vision of her future self. That's mm. this is this is this moment. Yeah, um, and I. F- I freaking love the costume. I don't know about you, but I I do. She looks she looks amazing. I mean, I mean, 
it, need, it needs a bit more cleavage for monologuing, you know, going on the comic comic book show. And I was like, no, it was it was good. It's it's yeah. um, a lot of people are comparing it with uh, Magneto, especially Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, I totally get it, but you know, it's its own thing. And yeah, I really, really enjoy it. And I reckon there's going to be a lot of cosplaying with, with oh. that one. Cause I'm sure the cosplayers are hard at work right now. Oh yeah, making their making their outfits. Cause yeah, it's that's gorgeous. And I was going to say, uh, mm. you recently changed the color of your hair. Are you, I did. Are you, buyer's buyer's remorse. <laughs> because I went from red to. <laughs> it's like I could have been Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no i'm i'm okay with it i mean yeah. i can cosplay i can cosplay as captain marvel now so it, it works it's okay. fine yeah i'm blonde now it's, it's fine well, okay <laughs> but you're making me want to be red again so stop that no 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 um, no i was just, I, was, <laughs> I was just saying because you know you you have cosplayed as a as a as black widow before i have yes yes so, yes. Can't think of it. There, there is a lot of redheads in Marvel. There's a couple. Yeah. Hmm. Jean, yeah. Jean Grey. Jean Grey uh, as well. Rogue is more actually brown. Is it brown or is it ready brown? Uh, brown know. with a white streak. Um, yeah. Something like that. Uh, anyway. Mystique, maybe. <laughs> Mystique, yeah. Mystique counts to a degree. Yeah. A very intense red. All right. Are gold they? leadering. Yeah. I'm, gold, I'm, I'm calling gold leader. All right. <laughs> all right. We're Stan getting Lee off track. Ma- Stan Lee has a type. Um. Yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, redheads are amazing, so it's fine. Uh, but yes, yes. Awesome costume reveal. Um, yes. And then, and then uh, Wanda decides to punish Agatha. Um, and thankfully, of course, uh, it gives us an opportunity to see Agatha again down the track as she turns her back into Agnes, the nosy neighbor. Um, and uh, yeah, she's going to be in trapped in Westview uh, uh, while living with everyone else um, who is back to normal. Um, so I thought that was, I thought that was a very apt punishment. I like that. What did you, what did you think of Agatha's fate? I think it's a little bit harsh, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but um, you can definitely like props for pro- props for the acting in this. Cause she, it's really hard to portray something and doing a different emotion at the same time where she's all bubbly and bubbly in that but she's pretty much on the verge of tears at the same time you that's oh i don't know yeah. i don't know why my heart sort of went out for agnes is like she just wanted power <laughs> and you tortured people wonder <laughs> what what did what yeah. did agnes do kill a dog I don't know. But she, she, she did. That's if the she dog did. was real. But I suppose when it comes down to it, you know, if you wanted to argue who's the real vi- villain out of Agnes and or Agatha and, and Wanda, it's probably sadly more Wanda than, than Agatha. Mm. Really. Wanda definitely caused more harm than, than Agatha did. So, But Agatha had... Uh, ill intentions, as uh, Wanda pointed out when she was showing her the the corpses of the coven. She's like, "You did this on purpose. I didn't." She basically implying that I didn't mean to hurt anyone, whereas you deliberately killed these women 
to steal their power. So mm, um, maybe, maybe so. Maybe that's the first time that that happened to her, and she just went, "Well, they are trying to kill me. Fight or flight." <laughs> Nah, she knew what she was doing. <laughs> uh, okay. I, re- I reckon she knew what she was doing. Bit of anyway. contention. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yes. So then uh, wrapping up uh, the the main story, uh, the the Division family oh. returned, returned to their household for the big epic feels moment of the episode. And Mike's probably going to cry and it's okay because I'm going to cry too. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I cried a lot. Uh, it was emotional. Because, uh, yeah, Wanda... Uh, well, Vision realises um, that, yeah, thing things are, aren't going to go back to normal for them. No. Uh, no. Which is, which is sad because Wanda's like, no, I have to... She has to put everything right because she is a good person when it comes down to it. And so she, she wants to give the, the homes back to the people of Westview. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. and it's the last stage of grief too. It is acceptance. Yeah, she's hit acceptance now. Um, so that's really powerful stuff. And um, so we go back and say goodbye to Billy and Tommy while they're in bed, and um, you know, they they don't have any idea what's 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 going on. Um, but that was a really emotional scene where Wanda, in particular, is like. Thanks for choosing me to be your mum. Uh, was really, really nice. It's a strange turn of phrase, but it is. But I, I, I think it kind of comes down to a spiritual, yeah, sort of thing. Like if you believe that, sort of that, you know, people's souls kind of lay in wait to go into bodies. I suppose, and that's what that kind of reflects. I guess. Or they're yeah. or they're going back to the uh, the um, the devil dimension where they came from because because they're, <laughs> they're devil spawn. Yeah, they're pieces of the devil. Yes, um, Fisto everywhere. Yes. You're the Fisto. You're the Fisto. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, just heartbreaking. It was, wasn't it? Like just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I c- couldn't imagine what that must feel like. The the, the fact that you. You've created essentially these kids, and for all intents and purposes, they are your they kids. They are your but kids, you, yeah. But you know they're they're really not at the end of it. Um, and yeah, and have, having to let them go like yeah. that. And you're saying goodbye for the last time. Yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's really terrible. But she had to do it. Um, and then her and Vision head downstairs, and um, and then they have just a final beautiful exchange i love i love when you know vision's like i just wanted to see you you know and she's like end and he's like and there you are <laughs> god damn it it was so nice yeah um so and so powerful and then you know he's seeing the hex come in because it's closing in on them while all this is going on and uh he asks wanda who uh, what what he is? Who am I? What what am I? Yeah. Um, and then Elizabeth Olsen fucking kills it and says, "You are my sadness. You are my hope, but mostly you're my love." And I'm just like, "Oh God, she's ripping my heart out." Memory. 
memory because yeah vision and vision's like i was i was a voice made made human a, no my voice made a, into a body a body but not human and now memory made real who knows what i will be next um and then they say <laughs> which is a subtle hint which is a subtle hint of, I what, know, like, of what he did yeah yeah literally i think i think he he knew uh that he was going to be coming back and um yeah, and then says, you know, we've said goodbye before, so it stands to reason we'll say hello again. Oh, God, the writing on this show, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. What did you think? Tell me your f- thoughts and feelings, because I fucking love this emotional yeah, ending between yeah. the two of them. And it, 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 it finished the show perfectly for me. Yeah. Um, this whole scene is absolutely beautiful, and mm. this is the reason why I'm actually happy that they didn't have like the bells and whistles. It was like, oh, it's it was a fist, the fist, well, whatever, fucking devil all along, or or even even the cameo, like happening there. It was just uh, just wonder and vision on their own terms saying goodbye. Maybe not for the last time, but still, it's and wonder is in the last, as I said, the last stage of her her grief acceptance. It's like. Vision is dead, and I'm going to have to live my life uh, after after the fact. And yeah, and saying goodbye to the kids uh, as well. It's just heartbreaking because uh, a lot of people are are, are um, uh, referencing the the scene in the Titanic where where the mother is like. Telling stories to the kids as the as yeah. the water flows up. Oh God! Yeah, I sort of got the, those vibes too. It's like, well, this is going oh. this is going to be like the last time you you get to see each other, and you yeah, you don't Jesus. you don't want to reference anything. You just want them to fall asleep and just go in in their sleep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. God! And at least w- this at least this wouldn't have hurt. I don't like. It. Them no. just, you know, in the hex dip- disappearing like this. It's not painful for them. What's the thing? They're not, re- they're not really dying. Is it I painful? Suppose. I don't know. Well, it was painful when they were being ripped apart, it seemed to be. But this this seemed, I don't know, this seemed like a different way to go than yeah. that. Like it was just closing instead of just breaking apart, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. It's not like it's yeah. outside of the hex. It's the hex, like powering down yeah yeah so, basically so yeah and then and we and vision says oh au, au revoir and then yeah and the so house disappears darling. as well same shot that, yeah same shot from last week yeah. and that that broke me a bit to see her the fact that they held on it for so long too of her just standing there by herself processing the fact that like a second ago, they were all here, and mm. now they're all gone. Yeah, and that's that. Like that was intense. And someone else, someone else picked up this. Uh, the last shot was her holding Vision's ha- uh, face, uh, and in that shot, uh, she had a wedding ring. And then the next shot is the reverse shot of her still holding up her hand, and her ring's gone. Yeah. So the last thing, last thing to go was her wedding. Wedding ring. Wedding ring. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Which kind of, I guess, might be a nod to the 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 end credits of the of the show where they have the two rings in the background. Yeah, and then yeah. and then <laughs> and then Wanda walks back into town, getting all mm-hmm. the greasies from the from the from the locals. Yeah, yeah. Sort of setting up what's going to happen to mutants. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. It's like, ooh. Okay. Normal people don't like superhumans. No, they don't. Yeah. Well, they're not going to like Spider-Man, so... <laughs> well, they definitely don't like superhumans who, who do bad things. Yeah. And she did hurt them. And I do like that... I really love Monica Rambo just because she says to Wanda, like, you know, they, they're never, like, she's ever the optimist. She's like, you, they're never going to know what you sacrificed for them. Yeah. Like, I, I know, but they don't. And she, and Wanda's just the realist. She's like, well, they, they, they're, they're always going to see me as the person who did that to yeah. them. So It's like Lagos all over again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just again and again. It's like, God um, damn, Wanda, you keep on fucking up. the poor woman i know Um, jesus christ it's so bad but um but i really like the fact that monica and wanda kind of uh came to amends at the end understanding each other getting on the same same level as each other having both lost people very close to them and that was that was really nice um and then yeah wanda wanda leaves westview and I tell you what, when she 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 flew out and then got to the border and then looked back, I was I almost wanted to cry again. I was like, oh fuck me, this show just keeps yeah. pulling pulling my heartstrings. Um, yeah, it's and good. it's definitely going to be a dot it. point in the history. Is like what happened what what happened to Westview? What happened to Westview? Yeah, and only a handful of people of people will know what what happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is very true. All right. So that's the end of the, the episode proper. Mm. Um, so bef- before we wrap up our, our epic discussion of the last episode of WandaVision, we have two, count them, two post credit scenes to talk about. Well, one uh, one post, uh, one mm-hmm. pre. One, 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 mid, one mid-credits yeah. and one, uh, one, one end credits, yes. Uh, so the first one uh, sees... Monica and Jimmy in Westview and Jimmy's, you know, all being FBI boss man, which was great. Taking charge. Taking charge. We find out that Darcy bailed uh, because <laughs> debriefs are for the week, which I thought was a very Darcy line of dialogue. She doesn't want to do the paperwork. Um, yeah, literally. Not surprised at all. Um, and, yeah, and then Monica gets invited into the the cinema that's across the, the way and... Um, this is the part of the, the episode where I thought, okay, this is where our epic cameo is going to be. L- you know, little did I know we'd already seen it because the cameo that Paul Bettany teased was him being in a scene with himself. Um, <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> I love, no, I love it. I, <laughs> I'm not mad at all. I think it's amazing. It's like, oh, um, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he trolled us really, really well. Um. But yeah, the reveal though we do get is the fact that this random FBI agent is actually a scroll uh, who has been sent by it appears Nick Fury um, from the space base, I guess, of 
of sword operations that we saw him in in uh, Far From Home. And uh, yeah, he's basically getting Monica to come up and join him. Yeah. And uh, that's that's her window into Captain Marvel too. What did you think of this post this mid credit scene, Mike? I think awesome. It's setting up uh, Captain America two. It's also Ca- Captain Marvel two. Cap- yeah, that that one. Yeah, <laughs> stars <laughs> and stripes. Stars and stripes. Um, yeah, Cap- uh, Captain Marvel two uh, as as may- maybe uh, Secret Wars as well, especially with Nick Fury and and Skrulls. Uh, and I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. At the end of um, Far From Home, they didn't actually specify if it was sword or not. We're just... They didn't, but it's been heavily theorised that that's exactly where it was. True. Um, but I think yeah. after <laughs> Wonder, uh, WandaVision, uh, we, need, we need to take theories as a grain of salt. <laughs> well, you are... Quite correct about that. Um, it's a possibility <laughs> they may they may take up the ma- the mantle of sword because uh, previous sword e fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and it, well, look, I yeah. it's yeah. Go on. No, it's it, it's just it, I just had that thought. It's like it wasn't specified that that would be sword. Yeah, and that's a good point. Like I didn't consider. The fact that it might not be sword, but because um, everyone was just like, "Oh, that's got to be sword." Yeah. Because that in far when that happened in Far From Home, that was the first time we'd had any kind of hints at sword being a thing in the MCU. Mm. So the fact that One Division has fully introduced sword just kind of puts it all together. But who knows? It could just be a a, a scroll ship in orbit above Earth uh, mm. that you know Nick Fury likes to hang out on. I don't know. And we'll find we'll find out in a couple of years with yeah. Captain Marvel too. And then Nick Fury is going, ah, oh, Monica, you're back. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a couple of things to, to tell you. We got scrolls. We got scrolls. Well, we've already always had scrolls, but now we got now we got a space station. Now we have it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. We we've oh. upgraded. <laughs> Wouldn't? Oh, nah. Too cheesy. No. I was going to okay. say. I was going to say the space station is the moon. <laughs> that's that's no moon. That's a that's space, a space station. station. Yes. It's in it's Star like, Wars references. Yeah, like that old movie. Yeah, that really old movie, Star Wars: A New Hope. A New Hope. <laughs> a New Hope. <laughs> Star Wars One. Gold. Star Wars. Yeah, Episode Four. Why is it called Episode um, One? <laughs> <laughs> Uh dear, um. Yes, that's the that's the mid credit scene. Yeah, freaking exciting stuff. Uh, and then uh, our post credit scene is um really really cool, but also kind of raises a lot more questions because as it is widely known, and we've mentioned many times on this podcast that One Division connects directly to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, because Scarlet Witch is going to feature in that, and this is the beginning of this connection, I suppose, because um, we, we're out in this beautiful, kind of mountainous, foresty, beautiful lake, very resplendent, very gorgeous uh, scenery going on, and wanders in this cabin uh, that's kind of in the middle of it all, and um, she's making herself a cup of tea, 
<laughs> but she's also in the other room as Scarlet Witch in an astral form reading the Darkhold. Um, and then she hears the, the, the pained voices of her, her sons, Billy and Tommy, crying out for her help. And then we cut to credits. Black. Done. Cut to red. Um, <laughs> cut to red. Yeah. My goodness. Um, that was also the Doctor Strange score at the end. Yeah. Which I thought <clears throat> was a cool reference. <laughs> very, very, very cool. Very sneaky. Um, and yeah, Wanda looks, as Scarlet Witch in that moment, looks very, I don't know, I'm very uh, ca- cautious about it. Apprehensive. Like she's... It's very, it just kind of radiated kind of some darkness, I suppose. Like, I don't know. Like, she's supposed to be a good a good guy at the end of the day, and I'm sure she will be. But what if she is the villain of Doctor Strange too? Like, we don't know. I mean, Mordo's obviously going to be in it and is going to probably be a villain. But, yeah, I don't know. She's reading the Darkhold, and in the comics, the Darkhold is, was created by Cthon, mm. who is this, you know, very big bad, um, and he poured all of his darkness into it. Um, so he's probably going to get introduced either as well as Mephisto or, or, or Nightmare or whoever they're doing. Um, so, yeah. So I guess the, uh, it's Billy and Tommy in an, another universe that she's hearing. I don't know, Mike, what did you, what did you think about the whole end, end of WandaVision, this, this last scene? Yeah, uh, it definitely sparks a couple of questions. It's not a definitive uh, answer of of if Wanda's going to be uh, a question mark villain or question mark uh, hero. Yeah. But because um, what what I see is um, she hear, hears the voices of, of uh, uh, Billy and Tommy. So that therefore she needs to find I don't know maybe find a way how to get into different dimensions and the the only person who and she's looking for uh, and she she wants knowledge of, of of all that and so she goes to Doctor Strange for it maybe because because if you're a witch in training. The Dark Hole is probably the worst book to start off with, <laughs> if you're gonna set set yourself up to be like an all powerful witch, and the all powerful witch, and you're starting with the Dark Hole. And who knows? May mm, it's also begs the question: Is is Agatha going to be uh, uh, do a cameo in this as well as? And they're trying to. F- uh, there's a lot. There's too many things in the air. It's like, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange is saying, "Oh, there's something happening in the in the multiverse. Uh, we got to we got to find who it is." And he finds out what happened in Westview, and then and then he go, goes into Westview and detective story. It's like, where is Wanda? It's like, Ag- who's this person? Agatha. I I sense magic from you. What what's going to happen? Snap out of it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just writing. I'm just writing the script. <laughs> as yeah, yeah. So no, who knows? As you say, it's definitely a lot of questions and and not a definitive yep. answer. And I want answers. God damn it! No, we're gonna have to wait a whole year now. 
Because mm. they're, they're filming Doctor Strange 2 right now. So In, in England. In England. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. There's, yeah, it's going to be fantastic, whatever whatever happens. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to watch it, but that's, I think that might do it for us. Yeah. Our epic WandaVision review uh, for the last episode, the series finale. WandaVision is over. I can't even believe it. It's been nine weeks of us just loving this show. Oh, no, no, ten. Okay, well, this Friday... I don't know about your secret 10th episode. I mean, who knows? No, the 10th episode Um, is the making of. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Right. I'm not wrong. You say that that like you're you're retconning your theory. No, I said that last week. (laughs) Okay. The secret episode is a making of. Right. Well, yes, this Friday on Disney Plus, there is going to be a a behind the scenes uh, making of episode of WandaVision on Disney Plus, so that's going to be really cool uh, to check out. So, oh, big yawning. Big yawn. Big yawns. It's late. Big yawns. It's getting late. Let's wrap this up. Yes. Um, uh, one more thing. Uh, yes. I, I listened to Fat Man on Batman, and they actually mm-hmm. had the director on, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's who they had on, because they were, te- yeah, Kevin and Mark were teasing someone from One Division on Fat Man Beyond. Yeah. But they had so did they have Matt Shackman or did they have Matt Shack. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Matt nice. Matt Shack. And, Matt Shack. And nice. uh the, he he was talking about like a deleted scene and to sort of uh explain who Senior Scratchy is. Uh no theory is right. Um basically Senior Scratchy turns out turns out to be just uh there's a scene with the kids and and uh uh, Ralph and Monica uh, for, um, getting the dark hold from from the basement, and Senior Scratchy turns into uh, a big big demon monster. Blah. So that's what Senior Scratchy was, and I'm ho- hoping okay. and I'm hoping that will be a, a deleted scene that we get to see on on Disney Plus. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, so Senior Scratchy. <laughs> Is not not Agatha's son, uh, and not Mephisto. Not Mephisto exactly, but a a different a different kind of demon devil. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. I can't wait to listen to the whole episode. Her uh, her familiar, if that's a word. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Familiar. Yeah. Yes. Which is her familiars, so that makes total sense. Yes. Not in the comment. In the comments, there's to be a cat. Ah, yes. She does have a cat. But this is a bunny. It's a bunny rabbit. Ugh. All right. That's it for our WandaVision discussion. Yes. Um, Wrapped up. Popcorn culture done for another week. Checking in with Fred and what's up. Again, for me, it's just the same old. This podcast every week. Um, My... Epic ramble on the last episode of WandaVision is on YouTube now. Check it out if you feel the need. I would appreciate it very much. Um, And I'll be back in two weeks for my thoughts on the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier when that starts. So that's very exciting. Uh, The monthly is still up for people to check out 
Um, Folio and I convincing each other to watch a movie, find out if we were successful by having a listen. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, that's 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 most the most of what I'm doing, Fred-wise. Um, what about yourself, Mike? Ah, uh, me, yeah, nothing much. Just mostly this uh, podcast. Uh, when the uh, Space Jam Two trailer comes out, I'm definitely going to do a definitely going to do a reaction and and my thoughts on nice. on that because uh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I, I was, yeah, as I said, I was skeptical about it, and it's turning out to be probably, probably something a little bit more special. I reckon. Yeah. 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 Learn from your no. mistakes, people. Yes, hopefully yeah. it's good. And also, as I, and also, what Kendall said, go watch her her um, ramblings about about uh, One Division, all six of uh, all nine of them. Sorry. Uh, yes. Especially the last one. See if you can spot her. Spot her um, laundry. Yeah. <laughs> bit like, bit like where's Wally. Yes. A little bit. A little bit like where's Wally. Oh dear. Oh, all right. Nice leggings. Nice leggings. Thank you so much. I, I like. Don't know. I like. <laughs> I just saw this close. That's fine. Is that a shirt? There were leggings on there. Oh, there it would have been. I was just yeah, guessing. So, good guess. Yeah, a good guess. All right, that's enough from the laundry corner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's wrap this up, shall we? Yes. All right. And, and that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Finally in sync. Yeah, finally in sync. Woo. We love it. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts. From Fred the Alien, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And for Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stay shows, and more. And that was the Fred Plagues. Uh, that it was. I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I'm the German Coast Guard. <laughs> Is anyone out there? <sighs> Hello! We're sinking, we're sinking. Oh, what are you sinking about? <laughs> Michael Lester. <laughs> that was brilliant. And. Just experienced, experienced a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Got him right yeah. between the ears. Right between the ears. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Remember to eat beef. Remember, beef is just cow persevering. Oh, beef is cow persevering. <laughs> I think I'm turning vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Not my joke. It's a good joke. Yeah. You should have taken credit for it. I I don't take credit for anything. I have no responsibility (laughs) whatsoever. Okay. I live (laughs) I live on the land. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. That is fantastic. Yes. Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Where was Roger? Reed. Where, where was Roger? Roger? Yeah, Roger. R- Roger who? Uh, 
Roger Moore. Roger... What? Yeah, Reed. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked up. Shut up. <laughs> it, I'm tired. You're tired. I'm yeah. tired. Let's 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 end it there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic. And... Seen. Seened. Seen. I seen it. Wonder Vision. I've seen it. How about you? <laughs>